You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? It's a brand new episode of Off Book, presented to you by Broadway Black. We're here. We're ready to hit our marks right now. I'm Drew Shea. I'm Donye Love. And I'm Erica Dickerson Dispenza. Yeah! Oh! I like the way I rolled off your tongue. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Let's Listen, get it. Say it again. Say it again. Erica Dickerson Dispenza. Wow! Get it to the name. A black queen in our presence right now, y'all. Mm. Like a literal queen. You walked in with a jacket, and a jacket said on the back of it, "Black girls are the purest form of art." My Amen. God, y'all. We're gonna take a picture of it so you can see it. We're gonna post it on the. Amen. Um, yes, and it's from a black business, Legendary Roots, and so we will hey, uh, promote, include promote. that. Yes, Come yes. On, Legendary Roots. We got a brother who um, who started this company, and it's Roots with a Z at the end. You can find them on Instagram. I'll get it to y'all too. Come okay. through. Yeah, please. I would love, like, I would love that. Um, I'm all about supporting black businesses. And so we're so glad that you're here. I'm so glad to be Yo, here. I'm so happy. Listen, Donnie ain't so never been this happy. <laughs> has never right? been this happy for a person to be in the Erica. studio. Like, he has never, like, oh he's really God. geeked. I have never seen him act like this when I've walked into a room. So I'm, I'm you confused. You know what? I'm confused. I'm, I am confusion. You know what? Um, <laughs> I was talking to Brandon about confusion. <laughs> <laughs> what is confusion? You, you know what it is. It's, I know what it know is. You know exactly what it is, and that is I. <laughs> you know what? No. Okay. Well, whatever. Of but I mean, well, you—he's you, happy and excited. Mm. Right. It's always a joy to be in the same space with my brother. He yeah. truly is my big brother. So. Oh, it's like, I love it. I love well, tell us a little bit about how you guys know each other and what your career path is and yeah. why you're here. How are you? How are you, Broadway Black? How are you off book today? I'm historically black, come, so we start there. Come on. <laughs> um, no, but I met Donye um, when we were both working at a fabulous organization in Inwood um, mm-hmm. that serves in. Wood and Washington Heights immigrants, largely Dominican, largely uh, newly arrived immigrants, and it's called People's Theater Project. Okay. Um, I was hired as the program manager turned education specialist, and Danye was, aren't, are you still a teaching artist there? I am. Danye was and is a, <laughs> a teaching artist there, and so we, um, you know, I gravitate toward melanin. Come on yeah. now. The highly melanated, and so yes. he was the most highly melanated <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> person on the roster. Okay. Amen. And uh, we kind of connected, and he uh, received the Lark Van Leer Fellowship that year that I started. And um, one thing I love about Danye is that uh, he does what our good friend and his fellowship mate, C.A. Johnson, always says, and that's to never walk into a room alone. Mm -hmm. And so as soon as he got his fellowship, um, he let me read the play, and he said, I want you to come. And I was able to be at all of his readings, and he was like, you should apply. And that year, I didn't feel like, for the 2017 year, I didn't feel like I had a story that was urgent. And so I started an application. I didn't finish it. Um, but this past year, I did. And I am I am a Lark Van Leer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we met that way. And it's just kind of be, been like, you know, tight ever since. And so I, I am his biggest cheerleader next to his parents and his man. And, and you me. know. Come no, through, no, I, I meant what I said. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it, don't do it. <laughs> it's already been done. But <laughs> right, okay, okay, I got some competition in the room. That's fine. It's that's not, fine. it's not. <laughs> I'm always all in love. All in love. All in love. 
I'll tell you though, she's been extremely modest. So I'll 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 spill tea. Come on, tea about uh, PTP. <laughs> um, so I also applied for the position, and Erica was the one who got the position. Ooh, okay. And but here's the thing. As soon as I like, as soon as they uh, released the name of who was going to be coming in um, as this new position, um, my hype ass went, and I went to social media <laughs> to be like, "Who is this? Who is okay. Erica taking this position over me?" And literally, I don't know what it was, but I do know what it was. It was a spirit, and the spirit moved me. As soon as I saw her photos, it, it was it was just this energy in there that was so palpable that I said, "This is God moving." Yeah, and let me remove myself, remove mm -hmm. ego, remove whatever it may be, and just be in the presence of God moving in this amazing black woman. And I was like, yes, this black woman is gonna be in here moving things and doing things. And just ever since then, it was just this connection that I do not take oh, for granted. I love that. And I, I don't take for granted. that. Yeah. That is authentic. That is yes, real I love. I will fight that people is... over dying. Listen, <laughs> I, 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 um, that is rare in this industry, in this business. Too, I'm to learning. Move to uh, New York yes. was like, oh. Right? Like, oh, okay. Listen, you have to be very oh. careful about the All people skip, that you okay, connect careful. with. Mm, mm. I can't I can't tell y'all. <laughs> it's like, real. We we've talked about it on the show several times and we've talked about it um, you know, just in person and, and with each other and and just um, we have to be careful about the people that we let into our space and the energy that we receive and and and, and uh, let go of. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm so glad that you all found each other. Me too. I um, you know, I'm actually coming out of a season where I am. I I see melanated people. I'm like, yes, family. And um, as I receive more and more opportunities um, as a newer playwright in this industry in this city. Mm -hmm. um, I recognize that everyone is in the sister, and that is something mm. that I think I'm. I, I literally had to go back to Bell Hooks' um, essay, "Must We Call Every Woman Sister?" Mm. and be like, "Oh, sis, right? The answer is no. Yeah. <laughs> the answer is no." Ooh. And I'm, it's a, it's a fabulous mm -hmm. uh, essay. I actually recommend um, that everyone read it. it. But it was difficult for me to to work through that, even with my therapist, because I am like, "But we're family." Yeah, I think me and you are like <laughs> because that is literally because mm -hmm. um, I my coming into the business and being bright-eyed and bushy-tailed mm -hmm. and always having, you know, watched the Tonys and seeing black people and, and you know, starting the platform mm -hmm. that I did, I've always been that like, community. oh my God. Community. community. Yes, wanting us to be together, mm -hmm. but it's always, it's a crabs in a barrel sometimes. Um, mm -hmm. And so I understand you wholeheartedly and I'm, I'm so glad that you're discovering it now while you're early in your career and it doesn't strike you later on, yeah. you know. Because yeah. and, and, it's just hard, man. It really is hard. And the disappointment but. is real and I believe an opportunity for growth. You just might not be growing with me. Oh. Um, but Talk you know, like it. I, I, I recognize. That's yeah. the word. We need to have a moment. You need to perceive the word and let the word sit in the room. Look, my the breath. Amen. Amen. And the spirit just Amen. stopped. Like, oh okay. God, yes. Um, no, but I, I'm serious because I, you know, like I, I really, it is my intention to never hold grudges about where someone is oh, bitch, in their I hold perception. Grudges. Uh, what show time? I'm a Leo. Oh, I'm a Virgo, but I was supposed to be a Leo, so I get you. <laughs> but the Lord delivers. So, <laughs> so then it was me, Beyonce, and Michael. <laughs> Come on. But you got Whitney, though. I'm, so. And I'm James Baldwin. Hey, fair, on the, fair, the fair. same day. The, day. the, the same day. day. Yeah. It's fair. But, oh, I love you. But I'm Fred Hampton, same day. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> and Chicago. But, you know, yeah. And West Side at that. Come but on. Anyway. Okay, so my family's from Chicago, West Side. Oh, we got to talk. Um, I'm from Indiana. I was born in Indiana. They moved to Indiana. I appreciate right that you were saying but... that you were born in Indiana because, you know, mm -hmm. niggas be lying. Tell me, I'm from Chicago. No, no, I'm not Where from Where you from? Chicago. Naperville. Like, no, what? No. My mom grew up. Like, what again? Uh, 
to West Side of Chicago. She went to yes. Inglewood High School. Oh, she real West. Yeah, yeah. She like. She, Come on, she, mama. She ain't lived there in 25 years, but she still claims Chicago Come on, down. mama. So, but we love you, ma. I know. Yes. I know. She listens to the yes, show, so I know. But, so she's going to really like you, too, because you're from Chicago. <laughs> yeah. so. All day, all day. Yeah. To the world blow up. But, you know? yeah, but so, yeah. Okay, so talk about a little bit about um, your work. Ooh. <laughs> I just felt it. I felt uh, the work. I, listen, let me calm. So you said, that, like, Damn. you said that you didn't have a story that was immediate, but yeah, now that you do, yeah. what is the story that you're sharing? Um, so Colored Water is the last play in a tetralogy of plays. Um, for a, those who a, just a need tetralogy. to know. I was drinking water. I couldn't get it. A tetralogy. <laughs> Explain to the people what I was that just is. about to do that. I know that's know, right. we, We're not going to leave nobody out. <laughs> tetralogy. Tetra meaning four. Come on. Um, so it's four works. It's the last work work in a tetralogy of plays that explore um, how water mirrors black women's bodies as sites of consciousness development and sites of exile during four key historical moments. Um, so chronologically, the first play is Ocean's Lip, Heaven's Shore, and that takes place during the Middle Passage. Mm. Um, kind of explores black women who jump ship, so voluntary suicide to escape rape and enslavement. I'm the second play is a musical um, called Took Tide Hung Split. Cool, and that, you know we love a musical. I hate musicals. I know you, I know, but I, I hate the bubble gumness of like but it don't non-black. Have to be it don't got to be. And that's it don't why. Talk I, about it. It doesn't have to be. And that's why I'm like, we need more in yes, the canon. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Come on. So, uh, You're speaking my language. I love it. You know I love black shit. I know that's right. Come on. I love black shit. So give me a musical all day that's going to change the way black people are viewed in musical theater. Come on, come on with it. What else we got? Um, So yeah, Tick Tide Hung Split is uh, takes place during Jim Crow, and that is a revisioning of the Mary Turner lynching of 1918. Mm -hmm. And then the third play, um, which I'm actually it's in development now at uh, Dramatist. Yeah, I always do this Dramatist Guild Foundation because I'm a Dramatist Guild fellow. Currently, um, hey. in addition to being a Lark Van Leer fellow and some other stuff is in the works, but Shadowland um, takes place. In 2005, um, during Katrina, uh, my family survived mm. Katrina. My father's side of the family is Sicilian, and so migrated in the, the late 1800s from Palermo, Sicily, to America by way of New Orleans and has been in New Orleans ever since. And so um, having family that survived Katrina, um, Shadowland talks about the first air-conditioned black hotel in New Orleans called Shadowland, which my family created. And so mm. I'm moving Shadowland into 2005 and talking about the loss of black land legacies wow. um, during this man-made disaster. And so the fourth play is Colored Water, and that um, is about a family of black women as they navigate um, their survival survival during the Flint water crisis, which is still happening. Mm. Yeah, We are damn near 1,700 days in. So four years, this will be um, provided all of the pipes across the city have not been um, replaced by then. It will be the fourth Thanksgiving. Uh, Flint residents will have gone without clean water. So that's happening. Um, And then out of Shadowland burgeoned a 10-play Katrina cycle. Mm. And so that is going to explore the effects of the hurricane, but also the man-made disaster. more so laterally than like chronologically, it'll move. And so I'm working on the first five plays of, of that 10 play cycle and those are pretty outlined. Um, the tetralogy is only women of color. Mm-hmm. 
more specifically only black women, mm-hmm. yeah. even more specifically only African-American women. So there are no male bodied or men identified folk in those plays. I'm really excited to be creating a small body of work um, that will employ black women. That sounds big to me. <laughs> like every play, black all black women. women. Yes. Come on. Wow. Come on, God. So I'm excited about that. A small that. body of work. Okay, you're being so modest. Because I keep wanting to say bitch, but you don't mind if I call you bitch. Like, I know what you mean by okay, it. So okay, so we've established wanna... a relationship. Good, okay. Yeah. I, know I know we just right. met, but I want to get consent. Appreciate um, that. Because cause I keep wanting to roll it off my bitch. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Like, that is amazing. And we're so Thank honored you. to have you Thank here. You. And I, I, am, I, am, I am now a new fan. Like, I'm going to be... At banging at the door. Mm-hmm. Where where are the plays? I need to see the plays. Where are my tickets for the plays? They are coming <laughs> so soon. For the, I can't for speak the about it. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> <laughs> um, no no no, but I, they are coming soon. Um, Soon enough. Yeah. Soon enough. Very I soon. All right. I was like, you see, that's how you know when you're inside. <laughs> you respond okay, like so that. Now I need to see when we get off of here. Okay. Okay. Um, no, but I, it's my hope that I'm providing, um, really creating a kaleidoscope of black womanhood in our fullness, in our messiness, in our beauty, um, in our complex identities. Um, as queer black women, as homophobic black women mm-hmm. as grandmother black Ooh. women as daughters and our difficult relationships with our black mothers who seldom know how to apologize and all oh, we're, we're going we're oh, going we're going the there we're going there the black oh, mothers that still don't know how to apologize oh, you know I had to take off my scarf <laughs> Y'all like I'm. She ain't playing with the work. I can't. It's getting hot she in here. She is not playing with the work. It's getting hot in here. <laughs> I, so that's I what am... we're doing. That's what we're doing. And everything, I mean, has God in it. I'm a seminarian, um, and so that's a different dimension of, I think, uh, my word and my understanding of of God and mm. and theology and the theological. Uh, crises that I think we go in in times of physical crises and just questions about the spirit realm and so I'm excited to be exploring that in intergenerational plays about black women and black people I consider myself a horror writer though and this is something I think I'm developing Mm. in terms of um, developing or continuing a a lineage of I guess of black women writers uh, specifically in the realm of dramatic writing as horror because I think that horror is actually scary when it's real (laughs) and I think that black women and black people at large um, have experienced more horrific um, things in this country especially when we think about our relationship to water um, Mm -hmm. than damn near anybody else and so I'm really interested in Mm -hmm. writing horror plays and what that looks like and it not being Tyler Perry and it not being <laughs> and it not being you know trauma porn for white people like it okay. being free of, of, mm-hmm. the, of that gaze as well so mm-hmm. Listen, we'll see what it do are, we'll see what it do y'all gonna remember know, this episode we y'all gonna remember right. this name <laughs> yes okay. we are on the right frequency right now and I am I am so here for it and I'm in love with it and I thank you so much for joining thank us you. and being here with us this week yes let's talk about what we did this week let's talk about it you remember what you did what we did I remember? do this week it feels every single time I'm like wait what, what did I well, do well we started week? off the week at schoolgirls opening 
That was yes. the week. Wait, that was this week? That was this past was Monday. This you know what? I saw because I saw you and Brandon looking all cute oh, on last no. couple. Oh, that was yep. this week. <laughs> <laughs> Too many things going on nowadays. Hello. So, I, yes, I started the week off. I had, uh, <laughs> I'm laughing because it's going to be a part of a hot topic. <laughs> right. Um, but I started uh, my week off um, with a rehearsal for Soft. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. At New York Stage and Film. Please go see it. Um, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. heard it. Right? Yeah, tomorrow. I've they heard it are, several times. Y'all better stand outside if you didn't. Uh, they are uh, doing it, and I'm working with uh, Awoye Tempo. Yes. Mom as uh, Black Woman Director. She yeah. directed The Homecoming Queen um, at Atlantic. Uh, yes. She's at a vineyard right now with uh, Ngozi and Yangwu directing Good Grief. Um, but she is so phenomenal, um, and the actors in the room are phenomenal. So that was how I started the week off. And then after that, went to. Uh, well, let's not just, you know. Go on by to talk about who's in the show, who's who's uh, uh, the cast for Soft. So we have uh, lots we have? of delicious looking yes. right. brothers. Um, Hello, we have uh, Andy Lucin. <laughs> That's why I want him to uh, talk about. <laughs> we have uh, Russell Jones. We have uh, Galen Kane. We have Joshua Nelson. We have uh, uh, Gabriel uh, Diego Hernandez. We have uh, Namir Smallwood. We have um, 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 James uh, Oden. And we have uh, Ryan Jamal uh, Swain in there. You better know all the yeah. names. Right. I, did, I was yo, like, ooh, that's I a big cast. I didn't look at anything, <laughs> y'all. I was going off of my memory. Listen, he knows the people um, in the room. Yeah, yes. because they are all doing it. Um, and I'm so excited. Uh, this is, I love every single one of my plays. Mm -hmm. It's just something about this play um, that I can't shake. I've been working on it for 10 years. Um, and it came from such a very personal um, place from such a very real uh, place that I, I I just can't shake and it literally shifted who I was. Um, so this play means so much to me and I'm so excited um, that this reading is happening. I'm excited for what's next uh, with the play. Um, but so yeah, so that was at uh, the top of the day and then we went to Jocelyn's um, to Jocelyn's uh, opening of Schoolgirls and it was I saw it the opening the first go round at uh, MCC. So to come back again and still have all the feels and for it to still like resonate in such a way and Brandon was with me that was his first time seeing it and like I was watching it but I was also watching him watching it and just experience <laughs> it and how just like the laughs and like just those like moments of like sorrow and when things really hit and just Jocelyn mm -hmm. does such um, she uh, she does it in such a wonderful way where she'll make you laugh so much and then she will just cut you. Oh yeah. Um, so precisely you weren't, mm. weren't even expecting, expecting it. it. Um, and that after party was popping. <laughs> that after party was popping. That after party was it popping. Really was. It was my first time seeing it as well. And I, I brought Crystal in, who was mm -hmm. on the show last week mm -hmm. with us, and I brought her, and um, I was just blown away. And you yeah. know, I love a good ninety minutes. Mm. Oh yeah. You know, no intermission. Like let's just get it in and get, get, it, out. get it out. Like, but it was it was just phenomenal. That the uh, all of the actresses did a wonderful job. You can check out the review that we did. It's one of our first reviews coming back to BroadwayBlack.com. So check that out on BroadwayBlack.com, written by Jasmine Harper Davis. I thank her so much for Come doing on, that for us. Yeah. Yes. Um, and so I I thank Jocelyn, Jocelyn, you know, for inviting us and having us in the room and um, for yeah. doing the piece and then bringing it back because I, I wasn't in a good place last year when it came. So mm -hmm. I, I missed it completely. And for just writing a play with all these beautiful black actresses. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, Listen. <laughs> So full, yeah. So full, and yeah. like I like I love um, what Jocelyn writes, and she talks about it in terms of um, not wanting to create poverty porn and mm -hmm, wanting to mm -hmm. showcase Africa in a way um, that 
people seldomly want to talk about, which is like the joy, which is the love, which is the triumphs, which is yeah. like the fun, which is the sa- shade, which is all of these other things Fullness. outside so of layers, exactly yeah. outside of like war, outside of like all these other things that we constantly see, which yes does need to get talked about, but we also need to balance that with the joy, right? right. With the love that exists. Um, and I I I just love yeah. Jocelyn for mm-hmm. doing that. And I I honestly don't remember what else happened this week. You don't? For, I don't think I do. Ooh, no. But you've been in rehearsals for all week, though. That's pretty much what you've... No, that was just the uh, one day we go back into rehearsals uh, tomorrow before um, the reading. Oh, so it's only um, like a 29-hour. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I feel like the rest of the week just might have been... Well, I mean, I, I talked to you yesterday. You was at home in your robe. I was at home in my robe. You was at After that luxurious bath that he posted Woo! on Instagram. Oh, my yes. God. I live for a bath, <laughs> y'all. The bath on? I live for a bath with Tweet playing in the background. <laughs> I live for a good old bath. Yes, it's my tweet. favorite thing to do. What's the, what tweet song was you? Um, always will. Co- yeah. Always will. I bet you mm-hmm. always will. That song is so transcendent. Yeah, ain't it? I'm um, listening to some... Uh, Good old tweet in that good old bath with the lavender. Somebody, <laughs> somebody actually um, uh, DM'd me. I-, I know you ain't used peppermint oil this time. <laughs> because you know that peppermint killed you. Lord, for the God. You put peppermint in a <laughs> listen it. a whole like and like it was it was a mess. Imagine this bottle. Because <laughs> I ain't know no better. I'm Lord like, oh, this is going to be a good old band. No. <laughs> I was sitting in fire. Oh, so, Eric, what was your week like this week? Oh, uh, this week. This week was, you know, I'm I'm very grateful that every day this week I've done something Come on. Um, that is career-oriented and not just my job at Columbia Center. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... I spent some time at EST. I'm a part of Youngblood at EST. Mm-hmm. And so we're getting ready for the 10 Minute Play Festival. Um, I'll be in rehearsal for that tomorrow. Um, what else did I do this week? I ate some good food, cooked a couple of meals, some collard greens and cornbread and, and catfish. Come and, on. Yeah. And then the next day, some, you where, know, where mango chutney salmon and some. Oh, that sounds oh. amazing. Where Red homemade mashed potatoes. You look like you ain't had a good meal in a long time the way oh. you're looking at me. Oh, she's talking about Chris. <laughs> 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 Chris set up like, out in that chair. Okay. Listen. He said, what's up? I cannot. No, we can definitely do a breaking bread session. Okay, I'm here for that. it. Um, did that. I mourned in Suzaki Shange's passing mm. all day yesterday and even today and probably for the rest of my life. Um, yeah. Did some writing, I, did some work. I'm mad like I ain't got no plate. I want I'm <laughs> fried catfish. I ain't had no fried nothing in I don't know how long. Oh. Uh, ain't it sad? Yes. Yeah, I'm on a, I'm And on it a, was mustard fried catfish, ain't too. Ain't it Ooh. Look. Ooh. I am, I'm, I'm over her already. Because I can't With deal. the Louisiana hot sauce. It ain't real. It ain't real if it ain't Louisiana I crystals. already tasted. My mouth is watering. Oh. Look, these apples just ain't going to do no more. <laughs> them apples are no good no more. <laughs> Look, you keep talking about my <laughs> Listen, I love apples and peanut butter. And it's he loves peanut butter and apples. Peanut butter and apples. Be clear, it's the difference. Okay? He had a tub full of shea butter, peanut butter. Shea though. butter. It's... It's a lot of peanut butter, yes, but you know I need my protein, and I really enjoy the peanut butter. Like it's, it's so good. You just need to bring a whole damn like the whole damn jar of peanut butter. You don't need to yeah. scoop it or put anything. Just bring no, the jar. No, I just need to, I need to scoop just it. Just bring the jar, you know. and I will eat the whole thing in one sitting. But that is basically the whole. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> 
You got much this much peanut butter left in there. Oh, I mean, but everybody got their systems. Yeah. That's true. System. That's true. Um, listen, I'm, I'm gonna keep doing it until I get mm-hmm. the body that I need and I want, and okay. I feel clear-minded and healthy. All right, and come on, winter body. L- listen, we working. Come on, we working. Um, so yeah, but this week I also saw Good Grief. Mm. Um, oh, great! Yeah. I saw that. And, couple and Guzzy ago. is is phenomenal. Something it was else. something very different. Um, it was fresh, something a new take. You know, it was a suburban black woman. Um, experience also she you know from from Nigeria first gen um, yeah, yeah first generation American from Nigeria Nigerian American um, and the piece was just different mm-hmm. um, it, I totally did not know what I was walking into and I, I was very much so uh, pleasantly surprised by the pace of it by um, it gave me a lot you know it gave me real like next to normal but mm-hmm. it wanted to be a musical but it's not a musical mm-hmm. um, and I enjoyed <laughs> I enjoyed it like I can't wait to see it you haven't seen it oh, I haven't yeah. seen it did you see the homecoming queen did, I didn't see the I didn't queen. see Homecoming Queen. Yeah, I, I saw the Homecoming Queen. So one, I'm excited to uh, see this play just to see like more of Ngozi's work. Um, and yeah, like just hearing everybody talk about uh, Good Grief, I'm, I'm really excited. Yeah, and and um, Kerry Washington's husband is in the show. I didn't know All that he right. was going to be in the show. Um, and he's doing, you know, mm-hmm. he's doing the thing. Looking like a whole snack. A whole um, A whole entire. Snack. You don't agree? Um, I mean, I think the pictures give him a little bit more umph. I haven't like in person. It didn't really. Do oh, in for person, me. I, I saw it in person before I saw photos. Oh, did you? And that's why I said a whole snack. Okay, <laughs> more I mean, than peanut butters and apples. Oh, 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 well, it definitely can't compare to peanut butters and apples. So I, I would, I would agree with you on that because um, it's not giving me anywhere near a peanut butter and apple. <laughs> okay. Um, but you know, I mean, it's giving me a a, a light. Um, maybe a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. You know what? That's disrespectful. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I'm not even going to allow that I, to I exist mean, in I'm this space. Saying, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I'm just saying that he he's cute. He's cute. But you that know, nigga I think ain't that, no peanut butter and jelly sandwich snack. He compliments Carrie very much so, and, and in pictures they look really great. They look great together. Separately, I wasn't so, you know, taken aback. I think that he's cute though. I mean, shout out to Carrie for giving him the umph. Right, Carrie, you know? do give him a Come little umph. Black woman, you know, lift mm-hmm. him up, you know. Yes. And, you know, I also like just a hint of ugly. Oh, see, that so is where we differ. Yeah, so I like just a hint, like, just a, like, you know, just a little bit. <laughs> you, and you know I didn't say this to you before. I done told you this before. Like, I like just a little bit of... Just a little off. It does I mean? keep them humble. Uh, hand, um, okay, like, like you know they going nowhere. You know, <laughs> you know, like you know I'm you got that thing. I'm mad little. Don't move me. You got a thing going nowhere. So wait, real quick. So I um I oh my gosh, I was just photo of Tupac. I posted it today on my Instagram. Oh Lord, have mercy. If only like Patty LaBelle. So I posted it and uh, talking about Drew just saying like he likes somebody with like a little hint of ugly. Um, somebody slid up in my uh, DM saying, Lord, I love me a nigga that I know ain't no good for me. <laughs> well, <What>? well. <laughs> and just talk about y'all. I wish y'all could see this photo. The truth will set you to free. Pac and just talking about just love, just somebody that got like a little like hood street nigga in him. A little? A little hood street nigga in him. And like Tupac in this photo, y'all. 
I can't. Come back, Did Diane. you see the photo? <laughs> Did you see the photo? No. You know, I have to I have to approach with caution. Your Instagram story, I never know what's going to pop up. Okay. Can't be around small children. Okay. Penis okay. just be out here. You know, right. I got to wait. Right, man. That's why his Instagram <laughs> is private, y'all. Right. I was like, wait, let me, let me, can I, who's around? <laughs> now, I don't know. I'm but y'all, see. it's a photo, so I'll just paint an imagery. You know, let Tupac got all the tattoos. The body is right. It's a photo of Tupac. In the shower, and I'll just leave it at that. Why he looking back at it? Let me see. Why he looking back at it? That's the point. Oh yes. Go back. Okay. You know I love a good Tupac photo. Yes. That's a photo I ain't never see, and I'm glad I done seen it. Amen. Now you can't unsee it. Well, speaking of Tupac, Chris talking about he coming as Tupac for the party tomorrow. Really? He said that, but I told him he ain't committed because you know Tupac didn't have no beard. And so he said he's gonna be a bearded Tupac, and I said that ain't right. I said all the all the '90s rappers, you be you know videos and stuff you be watching, you can't find somebody with a beard. Chris, you better come with a costume tomorrow. Okay, come like through, he's, he's y'all. Chris will be there tomorrow. Chris will be there tomorrow. Oh, when you listen to it, it'll be today. Yes, Chris will be, a, be there the today. Have your song ready. Listen, you come, Chris. I'm come playing. Through. Okay, y'all. If y'all not gonna, if y'all don't know, the party is tomorrow or it's today. Actually, if you listen to it right now, uh, the a seat at the table, Titus Burgess and Broadway Black are doing this costume party. I don't like saying yes. Halloween because you know I was raised in church, mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was a, we went to the Hallelujah. The Hallelujah party. party. Yes. Well, you get to be angels, can't be no yeah, devil. Right. You can't be nothing. You can't be nothing crazy. You know, yes. can't be nothing with no gun. Couldn't be nothing like uh, nothing uh, that you got to review. Right. <laughs> no demons or nothing like that. And you and we did a cakewalk. That yes, was like, right. the cakewalk. <laughs> I was Kojic. Oh, oh. Y'all, y'all got y'all got to do Hollywood. We did parties? got to do that. We did get to do that. Ah, I'm surprised. We was a little stretchy, you know. Yeah, I was like, that's a stretch. <laughs> it, was, it was in the basement, so you know, okay, the church okay, basement, okay, okay. you know. <laughs> but, so I, I, I've been calling it a costume party. I know that's right. Not a Halloween party. Uh-huh. We don't celebrate that. Come on down. Um, but come on, like, come on down. Come on. Come on down to the uh, a seat at the table party. Come dressed as a black influential fictional or non-fictional character. I still don't know what I'm going to But we be. don't mean fictional black. Like, no, no, don't no, come no, as like, Rachel Dolezal. Oh, no, no, no. I know that's right. That's Let's clarity. be clear. Let's be that's clear. That's clarity. Let's I don't clear. mean fictional black. <laughs> Just fictional character. Right. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! I cannot. <laughs> uh, and also, blackface is not needed for our, 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 our uh, people of, you know, non-color. Um... <laughs> Is <laughs> she choking? Hashtag Megan Kelly got fired. Please, they're people right, of right. non-color. Please, okay. <laughs> Please. I didn't, you know, I'm trying to figure out how to be, you know, white, include, right, inclusive. White. <laughs> that's inclusive. That, I mean, that's a diaspora. Just say right, what it white, is. White. <laughs> but listen, just let it be known. White, white women and white men, please don't use blackface. You can be black, a black character without putting on blackface so I've just I've been making sure I say that because people have been emailing me too can I bring my white friend or can my white friend come and by all means yes they can come but just let's be you know this is a black blackness in its fullness and we're gonna be whoever we want to be so, you know I got friends that are coming as themselves because they feel like they're black and influential and alive so, yeah and alive right? I know that's, and that's, right. that's influential in this in this particular state of America we okay we are here and we're black and we're proud and so yeah I want you to come on down parties tomorrow um I figured out what I'm gonna be what <laughs> you, you can't gonna tell us I you? know I'm not I but literally it was like woof. I had an aha moment yesterday I was just like 
stressing over like, what am I going to do? I still don't know what I'm doing. And I figured it out. And it's me and Brandon. It's a pair. It takes. I, I literally still. I don't cannot know what I'm wait doing. to show y'all. We're going to be up in there. Y'all a couple costume? Um, no. This, what we're going as, they weren't a couple, but they were a duel. I can't wait. You know what? I'm not going to guess, but because I, I think I could be right real easily. Really? What? What? <laughs> You're not going to tell me if I'm right or not? I won't, but <laughs> I want to hear it, though. Wait, no, but are you a musical couple? Like... Uh, a musical duo, yes. Are you both dressed as men-identified persons? Uh-huh. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to think on it by the end okay. of the show. Okay. I have a list. Oops. I was about to sing a little song that y'all will instantly know, but I said, Donye, don't get too hype. Hold it back. It's about to come out. It's about to come out. Just give him a little oh, time. <laughs> yep. If you hum it, people might not know it. Okay, we don't know. Uh, okay, yeah, we don't know that. <laughs> you know what it is, Chris? Chris know what it is! Of course Chris know what I it know is. Chris All these rap songs he's been listening to. We come into the studio and Chris is listening you to You sound like single... somebody's grandmom. All these rap songs he be listening to. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Chris really do be having it popping in the hair. He we come in here with the locks playing, like Jada Kiss. Like what? Last week he took it back to like Rough Riders, yes. Bad Boys. That was actually nostalgic. I was feeling that. You play some juvenile and like we friends for real. Come on now. <laughs> but yep. So okay. let's get it. Well, let's get it in. Um, ooh. It's supposed to be I said what I said. Yeah. But it's, it's your week. No, it's not. It's Amber week, but she's not she, here. So so, so uh, what <laughs> what sense did that make? You knew she wasn't gonna be here. I went last week. You cannot use that. Woo! And something said, Donye. Bring a back up just in case. <laughs> and I had one ready. Did you? And it was fitting. Well, well I didn't actually look for it, but like in my mind, I already knew what it was well, going to be. Google it. And it was fitting. You Google something. You know what? I'm okay. Okay. Fine. You know, fine. We'll do a good cold read. That's fine. You know, I, you know, I stutter <laughs> like a motherfucker. Come on now. We are in the same boat. Oh, and I will God. lift you up. Okay. Lift me up. I and, am. I'm listening. You know, pull your black girl magic over here for me, Erica, because. I'll just touch. You right. Touch Come on, and agree. Come on now. Just touch, <laughs> touch it. Touch it. Yes, it's going to search, definitely. <laughs> yes, because we got we to find something. I've been, um, Lord, Father God, let me see. Mm. In the mighty name. In hey. the mighty name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Black Jesus, in case. Uh, you know. Hello? Knowing all week. Hello? <laughs> Listen, no, I did not week. know. <laughs> if I went last week. And you knew Amber wasn't coming this week. I wasn't thinking about it because I just went. I just did one. When? The week Two after weeks I went? Ago. Yeah, no, I just did. I just feel like I just did one. And people are still talking about people still talking about my monologue. <laughs> <You know? laughs> they still talking Find about the it. Find the monologue. <laughs> Find the damn monologue. People okay. still talking about my monologue. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga. Okay. And it better be good. Listen, here we go. Okay. Wait, let me not look. Okay. <laughs> I get excited, and but you got introduced and everything, so we can get the sound effects. Ooh, I don't know if I could. This is in a. Uh, I don't know if I can do this dialect. <laughs> Bless it. <laughs> um, and you know why do I always? Okay, <laughs> this sound. Okay, um, we in a moment. 
let me read let me read the description real quick because the description what well it, it's giving me the background of the story so i know what it is i'm re- I don't, i've never i don't know this i don't know it i'm so you I'm, gotta read it out loud because then i'm not what? gonna read it out loud i'm gonna okay. read it to myself give me a moment okay okay <laughs> let me calm down jesus because i'm ready uh, you are ready <laughs> i'm surprised it took them so long to guess yours Right? I was like, y'all know who Diane right. love. Like, right. come on. Should have known. <laughs> Should have known, but you um, didn't. <laughs> he was like, I don't know. Who is this? It took some time. Yes. Um, okay. So, I, 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 okay. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> me didn't hear a word. No, sir. We just, we was just me and the dog that is. We, we was just making a ruckus out in the back, but the, the Jupiter trees is all... We heard the screaming come from inside the house, and, and I ran to it. Boswell, he, he pinned his ears back like he do when he's scared. He was so scared, and it made me scared to see him as scared as he was. I, I, I don't think I ever seen him that scared ever. I ran into the house, and I found Miss Averdale sitting against the cabinets under the sink, sitting in a puddle of dark red blood, her neck cut deep hanging half off, kind of an, well, I knew she was gone. Boswell, he kept outside, knew something wasn't right. Kept on whimpering, kept making begging noises like he do for food when he hungry. I reckon I was shocked and well, I took further steps in the house. I, I, I turned and I saw the front door swung open. I, I saw a white man running up the hill across the street in the distance and, and the sun was real bright on him, like it was angry at him. I went and I took my hatchet and I ran after him for a mile, two, three miles. Reached the Decker farm and took rest and, and heard footsteps splashing in the pine acre woods. Sounded like hurried feet. Worked up my, my courage to keep going, but I caught another man. Look at the man, same man, a white man. He'd he be running hard, looking back and, and, and made eyes with me. Cops then came burning through before I entered the woods. Arrested me. Here I sit before you. It's what happened, sir. It's what happened, sir, at dusk. Mm. Wow. I reckon. That was actually really yeah. good. It was okay? Yeah. Okay is an <laughs> understatement. Like, you did that, I, well. you did that. <laughs> You just read that? I just read that I, as it was going. You had I, us thinking it was a dialect that wasn't in your bone memory. Well, when I first started like, reading it, I thought, <laughs> I first started reading it, I thought it was, it was um, of African nature. I didn't I, know, because the, but then I read that it was a Southern accent, so I know that. <laughs> <laughs> because the way it's written. So I know Southern, because you know, I'm, I'm country as fuck. Yes, you are. Uh, Where your people <laughs> from? Uh, from Chicago, but uh, Arkansas, Little Rock, Arkansas. I was like, that's up south. Right, I mean, right. south, so, south. Right, Wait, right. <laughs> <laughs> we from Little Rock, Arkansas. Ah. You actually really did that. Yes. My mouth was agape. I, well, I'm happy. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like, oh, go through. You know, I was nervous, but it helps when it's when you got to be stuttering. Uh, that, it helps <laughs> when the stutters are built in the beats. Yeah, I was gonna ask if they, <laughs> they, okay. they built in the beats. <laughs> built in the beats. Built yeah. in the beats. Okay, so southern. Yes. Um, I don't know why. Instantly, when I think Southern, I think, like, we're going to go back some years. So, like, this feels like the play exists in, like, the 1940s, 1950s, sometime around I can't that. tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you. Um, and I perked up when I heard the name Boswell because instantly I started to think about A Lesson Before Dying. Mm. And I don't know if no. that's it. Yeah, I'm over here like, mm. um, I might as well just give y'all because I don't really don't think that anybody's gonna know. Uh, 
<laughs> oh, this play for uh, real. Like, we I only get two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> like, you niggas don't know. <laughs> wow. That's why I just dragged. Like, I'm like, really trying right now. No, because, uh, but I'm going to just tell you. Well, no, because I feel like I just Googled this monologue. Uh, and so I don't even know if it's part of a, a whole play. So I'm like trying to Google. And I don't also know if it's. Uh, um, let me see. <laughs> I'm just trying to make like I'm trying to see exactly like where this is from because I literally just Google black male monologues. So, <laughs> so and just pick the first just one. Pick the first one that was there. <laughs> so it was literally it may not even be a part of a full play. It, it may not. I mean, I think the person that wrote this is a sales manager in Staten Island. <gasps> so <laughs> you know wow. what? I'm trying to Google right now. You know <laughs> what? <laughs> Y'all not about to be mad at me. And, li- and listen to me thinking, oh, I think it might be a lesson before dying. Try it, try it. Nigga, I'm Staten Island. <laughs> I, I literally cannot. Woo. What had this uh, segment I'm become? I'm trying to make sure he black. Right. I was like, this could be a white supremacist play. L- Hello? Okay. <laughs> I don't even want to say his name now. Shit. <laughs> I was so excited. Um, I was listening intently. You was. You was in it. I was, because you were in it. Um, well, you know, I, I, I felt compelled. I felt like I was. I had to be, you know. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so we're just going to get it. It's, it's called Brody at Dusk is the name of the play. Nope. Um, or the Brody? name of the piece. Brody at Dusk. The name of the character is Brody. Um, and so it might be just a monologue that was written. It's written by Joseph Arnon. Um, Arnon, spell it. A R N O N E. Um, and I don't believe that he's. I think he's like Latino or of of some other descent. Okay. Um, he don't. You know, he ought to be black adjacent, but um, <laughs> you know, we don't know for certain. But okay. if you want to use that monologue, by all means, <laughs> you can Google it. You can Google it. Be the first thing to come right. up because um, it happened. He with also Drew. has a, a YouTube video of him uh, perf- doing that exact monologue, or someone else performing a monologue written by him, a different monologue called okay. "Step Down." Okay. Step well, down. so he has several pieces for black people. Um, I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> I usually like to, you know, black playwrights, something that y'all can read and, and go home to. But, you know, go read one of the plays that we did last time because I know y'all ain't read them. So, you know, red and brown water. Don't get mad at the people. I, I Don't get mad. mad at the people because you ain't doing what you were supposed to do. Well, listen. It's you been, ain't going to do that. It's been a rough week for uh, me. It's been a rough week. Um, you know, we dealing with trials and tribulations and mm-hmm. still trying to stay on our health Come on, regimen. trials and tribulations. Listen, it's... it's, it's Lord, Father, mm. God, I need you to be mm. with me mm. as we Amen. walk on this journey. All over, all, all over. over. Yes, um, just because you know life happens, Touch and, and so I've had my first real moment of of test in trying to keep on my health journey without self medicating. You know, mm. um, I am on day twenty eight. Tomorrow's yes. day twenty nine. Yes, yes. Yeah, so I'm really I'm happy about it. You know, I'm, I'm. But Lord knows, yesterday I wanted a blunt and a drink. So bad, really, like really bad. But did you get that blunt and a drink? I got a bath instead. Yes. Y'all better Come be taking baths. Got a bath Come instead. on. Yeah, we did a nice good bubble bath and we I know that's right. our troubles away. We got Keisha Cole on the radio. Keisha I know Cole? that's right. You listen, you know you got to get the old R&B jams from like high school She's to like, take but you back. But we Keisha consider Cole? her R&B. Okay, well. well oh, you know what? <laughs> I'm just, I just. <laughs> Questions and answers. Keisha Cole got some cuts though. Like she got some some jams yeah, that will like get you through. But we R&B though, like we consider. Okay. I mean, you know. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm here for Keisha. Uh, I mean, I, but she in that reality show well, she used okay, to have on BT. But listen, I'm just that, saying. Was, that was the shit. But remind I just which, me. I <laughs> remind me. Which actually should somebody needs to turn her story into a play? I think. Too. No, no, no. You don't want to see Keisha Cole. We don't need that. She I mean, 
meant you that. Know, you know I like that. know with the quickness. <laughs> I'm going to shut it down. We don't need to continue. Because if Tyler Perry listens, and be like, oh, that's a you good idea. Well, I was I was thinking about Jacarius Johnson. Uh, okay. The one that does the set it off live and the, and the, uh, the Snoop Dogg play we're going to see. We're going to see. Erica, you got to come see the Snoop Dogg play with us. Yeah. <laughs> so crickets, quiet, y'all. Crickets. Listen. <laughs> I, I, put crickets in there for us, Chris, because that was that moment. If there ever was a cricket moment, it just happened. Oh, God. I can't. <laughs> well, speaking of Tyler Perry, y'all went off in my comments about me calling Hamilton the Tyler Perry of Broadway last week. I thought it was... <laughs> I thought it was going to be like a big backlash and I'm sure people are probably talking about me behind my back about it because um, you know they do that anyway mm-hmm. but I thought it was going to be a bigger backlash but y'all were in my mentions like oh my god finally somebody, I, somebody said, said it, it right yes. texted me like I can't believe you said that and I so agree I thought I was the only one no y'all not the only one I've seen it but you I you thought people were really going to like go off on oh, you oh I really did I wow really, really you did were ready for it probably um you know I stay on ready. I know that's and right. Especially now that I'm not self medicating, mm-hmm. I have so much more ready available. Ooh, okay. <laughs> like, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm 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 learning how to you know reel it in. I mm-hmm. think part of it is that you're not a woman. If a black woman would have said that, or a woman would have been, mm-hmm. oh, you're trying to bring a black man down. Oh, because mm-hmm. well, people look. <laughs> He ain't black. But just point blank period. Right. <laughs> like, point blank period. A man of color. <laughs> Always trying to I mean, do because, something. well, you know, that whole creative, like I said before, the whole creative team is white adjacent. Mm-hmm, um, and that's mm-hmm. the, mainly the reason why they've been given the opportunities that they have. And I understand that too, being a light skinned man. Walking mm-hmm. into rooms that people do not want me to walk into, but they don't realize it because they've already allowed me to yeah. get to this space. And then once I get there, I I disrupt the whole thing. Come like, on, who let this black man in here? But mm. you didn't think I was black before I walked mm. in, and so that's why you've allowed me to be here. And I'm going to continue to show up and, and show you don't out. Get this blackness. Oh, oh, every day. Got your ass. Every day. Hello. Gotcha. Got him. <laughs> Shit. Um, okay. But somebody wrote me, and I want to share what they what they've written um, because I just thought it was really funny um, and great at the same time. If I I can fucking find it. In the meantime, um, I could say what my issue with oh, Hamilton please, is. Please like, go right ahead. You know, I think, and it's not even so much Hamilton. I think that there are so many black stories, and when I say black, I mean within the African diaspora, mm-hmm. and even more so, so many, you know, also African American stories, Nigerian American stories, Ghanaian American stories, so on and so forth, that haven't been told. And so, for me, shows that are about white people that cast people of color in those roles, I'm just like, we don't, I don't know that we need that. Mm. We have so much to say ourselves and we have so many of our ancestors and each other to be and stories to, to really tell. exhume yeah. and it's like but I want to George Washington like I just I don't. I'm like oh I don't and you know I've always felt that way even with Shakespeare and I know we love to say like oh Shakespeare's so malleable but Roll I'm also eyes, but. <laughs> but I'm like but I just I want to see black actors playing black people yeah a hundred percent. That's I'm just what totally, I'm interested in. Totally on board with that. And I want to share with somebody that um, that is very close to the production wrote me. They said, uh, sir, the Tyler Perry of Broadway, as someone who blank, blank, blank here, uh, this is the most accurate description of, of it at this point. As someone who has seen the original Broadway cast mm. all the way up to now, it was indeed lost. It has indeed lost a lot of its power. And I do believe that's due to certain performers in the show who, like Ooh. you said, cannot tell the story or marking at best. Uh, people mm. really do begin to think that, that what's on stage is the standard top tier. Uh, when I know multiple people who could blow certain cast members out of the current Broadway Ooh. company, um, out of the water. But I digress. And, and if uh, we need tickets to the show we can get them oh there you go that was 
There you go. Because so, ain't nobody uh, spending $2,000 and losing it. Uh, it was $4,000. Oh. Somebody last week. $4,000. Yeah, I heard. That was ridiculous. Oh, my God. I'm still like, my, my feelings are hurt. Like, okay. I'm still hurt over that. But Somebody said they needed um, to tattoo the date on them and the time. <laughs> that was great, though. Okay, it was. Like, there's, okay, there's no way. So moving on, um, speaking of hurt, this week we lost a, a great mm. um, in the industry of uh, someone that has influenced um, so many of us, and and especially, specifically black women. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Intizaki, um, I can't even get it out because I'm about to cry. Intizaki mm-hmm. Shange. Yes. Can you speak? Because I can't. Yeah, I mm-hmm. mean, we'll see how long I last. Mm-hmm. But um, Intizaki was 70 when she passed away. Uh, she had several strokes over the past 15, 20 years that mm-hmm. greatly impaired her mobility, her ability to speak, uh, read and write, and even remember who folks were. And so when she gained the ability to use her fingers again in early 2016, she started writing. Um, but she wasn't able to spread the words across the page like she was used to mm-hmm. needing to use the computer and things. But we're talking about a woman who wrote the seminal text uh, for colored girls who've considered suicide when the rainbow is enough. Yeah. Um, I really hope that people read more of her work. We're talking about a woman who wrote 19 books of poetry, mm-hmm. 15 plays, five children's books, and that's not even touching her uh, collections of essays. Um, spell number seven and a photograph, mm-hmm. Lovers in Motion, are, are two of my favorite um, spell place number spell number seven mm-hmm. okay boogie woogie landscapes oh my get God. into it um, but the essay is that she writes um, about her work and how she thinks about her work as um, this interdisciplinary endeavor that really reflects black people and black culture um, is is just as important and um, teaching us about craft and mm-hmm. teaching us about blackness and understanding ourselves um in the context of a people who are descendants of enslaved people. And she's very clear about, you know, the direction that she writes toward and that that is what grounds her, um, being a descendant of enslaved people and growing up in Jersey, but also the Midwest and St. Louis and what that was like, um, an advocate of segregation as I am um, about black landscapes and growing up in a black community um, and, and the joy that that brought her it is incredibly devastating to lose her what still feels like very very early mm-hmm, when she yeah. was still working on work I had the privilege of being at her book release of her latest um, book of poetry Wild Beauty which you all should also get um, read all the things mm-hmm. read all the things um, and she was a joy to see um, still forcing the words out of her mouth despite the challenges um, mm. Still, you know, giving us a band to accompany her, um, writing about the queerness of her daughter Savannah, mm-hmm. um, writing about Orlando and mm-hmm. what happened, uh, writing about her own sensuality mm-hmm. um, at 70. You know, like these were such beautiful things to be able to witness. Um, and I got to spend some a long time with her. But it is an incredible loss, an incredible loss. Yeah. yeah. She, she literally was. Um... I believe the foundation for so many uh, writers, for so many uh, storytellers, for so many people. I think about um, it was because of her that I had the liberty, that I felt affirmed, and that I realized that every single word is a breath. Mm -hmm. We need to Mm -hmm. honor that. So just how I write and when I put words on the page, right, honoring every single word and why is that word there? 
Why is the word not here? Mm-hmm. How can this word breathe in relation to each and every single word? And it was because of her and how she just operated, how she maneuvered. Um, that's something that I took away from mm-hmm. her and just her overall um, just love of herself, of her blackness and yeah. being, we talked about earlier community and you felt that, at least I felt that in, in, in all of her work yeah. and then in who she just was and how she operated and how she navigated through life. I always felt community. Mm-hmm. I always felt that we need to be together and how important that is. It, it's, um, it's different. It's difficult for me um, and different to talk about this particular death mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, than any other one that we've discussed before just because it was so personal. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that you had a relationship uh, with her and I know that you had a, a relationship with her as well, but I've been watching her for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, we did an interview um, with her last year in 2017 and she did a, a show at Blue Note. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, just being able to uh, listen back to that interview and listen back to, to how she was still able to, she was pushing, yeah, pushing herself to communicate and, and um, being there to witness her with George C. Wolfe and some other great playwrights and be able to capture those moments. It was one of the first times where I felt like I, I, I was able to witness mm-hmm. the last years of, of greatness mm. and, and, and being so, it sort of takes you out of being self-absorbed because you know I'm a Leo, so sometimes I can be a little self-absorbed mm. and in my own, um, in my own world, and not really appreciate and be present. Um, and looking back at those photos and looking back at some of the videos, and thank God for Apple having live yeah. photos because I was able to play some of those photos and really hear her voice again and really hear uh, some things that happened. And it was just like we we lost somebody really great. Um, and the words, and, and if you go back and look at old videos mm-hmm. and, and yeah. old, um, you know. I'm so so. And somebody just said this the other day. I'm I'm really upset that Tyler Perry was the one we allowed to do for Colored Girls. Mm. Um, that film, um, even though it had some great black women actresses, it, it wasn't. Um, it didn't captivate. Missed the, the mark. Es- yeah, missed the mark of the essence of that piece. Um, and and one of my favorite poems by uh, Intizaki is is for black women, but it, it resonates so true. It's called Sorry. Sorry is one of my. Mm-hmm. absolute favorite poems um, that she she has done and and, I, and so many different, like I can go on and on and on but we want to take a moment just give a, a moment of silence for her yes in the name of Jesus mm-hmm. she who comes with her own things she who walks like a lion and she did she definitely did um so we honor you. We speak your name. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, thank you. Thank you. Wow. Thank um, you. Yeah. I remember uh, Maya Angelou said it best. Um, thank you is the highest form. Thank you is what you say to God. So when you don't know what else to say, say thank, thank you. you. Yeah. So thank you. It's so apropos that you bring her up because she sent Intozaki uh, children's books when she lost speech so she could learn how to mm. read again. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's amazing. Talk about community. Yeah. Right? We well, talk we have about to lift like, each other up. Yeah. Of that. Right? Like not, not for play play, not for, for photo ops and... But for real. But for real, real. Like... But ah. for real. Like I... And it, it, it makes me think about... I remember um, <clears throat> hearing a story... Um, Sonia Sanchez uh, mm. was talking about um, when she went through a really hard time, um, divorce, 
And she got this years ago. Uh, she got to a point where she couldn't eat, she couldn't speak, she was incredibly weak. And Alice Walker um, noticed that she was dying essentially. And uh, uh, Miss Walker had um, her Sonia Sanchez come to her place for maybe like a week, two weeks, and she literally would feed her mm. every day so she can get back her strength. And it, like hearing what you talked about, what uh, Dr. Maya Angelou did with Intazaki, and just thinking about this story about um, Sonia Sanchez and Alice Walker just makes me think about, again, community and lifting each other up and how mm -hmm. important it is. And what you just talked about, Drew, like not play play, not for no photo ops, not so you yeah. can get good with whoever has the most visibility right now, mm -hmm. but because this is community, like all we have is each other, especially nowadays. All we have is each other, and it's so important that we lift each other and that we let each other know at the end of the day, above all, I see you. And not I only that you. I see you, but I'm I'm here for, for you. you. Mm -hmm. Because I'm reading this really dope book by um, Nicole Fleetwood, mm -hmm. and it's on blackness and visibility. It's looking at visual culture, performance studies, um, what it means to uh, visually see black people iconicity like all of those things and it's just like you see me but still walk past mm. me <laughs> mm -hmm. or you see me only so clearly or only so far and I'm really interested in strategic connections right like I think a lot about um, emergent strategy which is an amazing book that mm -hmm. I um, recommend folks be reading but it's not about you know mass but it is about strategic connections and strategic not in terms of this n New York network bullshit mm -hmm. but strategic as in like tribe as in family mm -hmm. yeah. like I love Ntozaki and she was very communal but she knew who her tribe was like yeah. Dulani Davis is who mm -hmm. she walked with and through this For Colored Girls journey of course her sister Aoife right who also directed a lot of her work yeah. um, she had specific people um, and strategic connections that she made with folks and then also availed herself to larger groups of people. But I think what happens here, at least what I'm experiencing, and this is my third year in New York and my first year really being more public mm -hmm. and around people to a greater degree, is that folks are interested in what you have or are getting, but they're not interested in you. Mm -hmm. And so the connection is very shallow. And I think part of that is this, the culture of the city. Like I'm from Chicago, born and raised. My other, the other side of my and family see, is New Orleans. We, we totally different. It's, it's a community, but it's, right. but it's a different setup, right? Geographically, Chicago True. is a city. We still have our segregation issues, but New York is borough-based. And so people rep their borough or rep their neighborhood mm -hmm. or, you know, there are a lot of people who are transplants here. Yeah. And so, like, I'm, I, you know, give grace for that, that I don't feel the same kind of city pride that I feel in my hometown. But I do feel like, you know, within the black community, I see various strains uh, between folks who are in different parts of the diaspora. Mm -hmm. And then I mm -hmm. see the different strains or, you know, unhad necessary conversations amongst those of us who may write the same topics or be, you know, in similar fields because of the, the whole issue of scarcity and forgetting that it's manufactured right. and forgetting that, like, your purpose and God's plan for your life is going to avail no matter who has what. what? Hey, like, come on, somebody. you know, so so I think, you know, it's it's that that idea of envy and jealousy and also just like 
scarcity that I think we're still struggling to overcome. And I, I, I think about my foremother, Nina Simone, and just that whole idea of having to be patient with each other because we've been mm. subjugated for o- over 400 years. And so we're doing a lot of unlearning. Yeah. And so for me, the issue of scarcity, I think about like in a slave quarter mm-hmm. when food is just being put there and having to get enough. Mm-hmm. And that is how I think we're still operating to a large degree within this industry, but outside of this industry. Yeah. This is how people are operating in life. So it's like, I want to hold grace for that, hold space for that, but also be very intentional about who is in my inner circle. Amen. Um, and holding them accountable. And holding them accountable. But Dominique, you know, always says, like, the circle gets bigger when we move over. So when we stop thinking that everything is scarce, and yes, there are only so many theaters, and yes, there are you know, only so many shows that can go in a season, but it's like... If you're not walking indoors alone, then there is space for you. Like, it will happen. What is supposed to happen will happen as long as you're walking in your purpose. And so I think really not just seeing each other, that is a first step, Mm -hmm. but also walking with each other, like, for real, and not be worried about walking in front of somebody or that you're walking behind somebody, Mm -hmm. right? Like, it's it's not about that place space. It's like we're all behind and in front of somebody. Let's also be next to someone as we're walking through this. Yeah. You you speak in my language and mm-hmm. I love it so much. I thank you so much for being here. Thank you for introducing me to her. Yeah. Thank you um, for making the introduction. It's, been, it's, yeah, it's great to like, be in here. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and not of approval. It's like, you know, so yes, Chris. Chris over there too cool. Chris is too cool for me. Well, Chris better be cool with a costume tomorrow. You know what? That's what I know. <laughs> be cool with a costume tomorrow. Okay, Chris. You got this you know beer. Really, you could come as Mr. T, put a gold chain on or whatever you want. You know what just, yes, what just popped into my mind is Killmonger, because I see the jacket he got on right okay. now. Didn't, didn't Killmonger have that jacket on? He did. Come on now. But Chris ain't got no hair. Yeah, I, mean, I was going to say he going to need. He can do a little, like, something, something. <laughs> what, what is this? That's the 90s. That's the 90s. He can put a little patch That's up there. That's the kid in play. see dye your hair right now. He can put a little patch up a there. And just put a, like, I thought that was kid in play. <laughs> Come on with it. He can just put a little patch up there, let it flow to the side. He killmonger. Um, <laughs> I'm through. <laughs> I am on your side, Chris. What endeavor? Um, <laughs> what did you say? What endeavor? What endeavor? What endeavor? Oh, what endeavor? I'm like, what endeavor? What are you? What endeavor? What are you talking about? <laughs> you from Philly? Okay. What endeavor? I don't know, nigga. What endeavor? You tell me. <laughs> you the one got in it. Shut up. Um, Let's go. Well, we going down to the island, y'all. Uh, Michelle Williams of Destiny's yes. Child. Yes. Going down to the island. We are going down to the island because I'm going to see this. Hello, you. Me too. Alex so still on, right? He's still. He. Uh, Alex, yeah, Alex is still, still there. Okay. Yeah, Alex still, is still there. Yeah. Okay. He's still, you know. Mama will provide. Right. That's he, my favorite gospel jam in the morning. He okay. goes in. And he goes hey. in. He's giving you all the notes yes. and all the voice. Yes. Um, hey. But I'm excited to see uh, Michelle Williams. She'll be replacing or taking over the role of uh, Izzerly from mm-hmm. uh, from Darcy. Uh, oh, <laughs> don't give me the line. Come on now. Because um, Darlicia. Okay, I know her, know her name. Darlicia Searcy um, is her name. And she was also the cover for Audra McDonald. She covers Audra McDonald like all her shows. Like, Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. But oh, she's, wow. So she's fantastic so get to see her before Michelle gets there because mm-hmm. she's amazing she Michelle Williams starts the show on November the 30th and will um, run through June 2nd of 2019 so okay. you got some time to get some Come tickets to see Michelle Williams that's a real run um, yes that's a real run <laughs> so, you know they be like yes right. start in two, two weeks, weeks. <laughs> right <laughs> like, yes. yes Michelle you better that's let them know 
she'll be Urzuli, yes. and I'm, I am. I, I'm so through. glad we got a a, a a name that is. I've been wanting to see. Him. You know, I'm a big fan of Destiny's Child and girl groups, and I've been mm-hmm. talking about Latoya Luckett from Set It Off Live. No, what? <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna keep. I didn't playing. mean to say. That. <laughs> I, I like Latoya. Have you, have you been like, watching on Greenleaf? I love Greenleaf. I want to write for Greenleaf. Oh, come, oh well, come you on. Know, Charles Randolph Wright is like the director, so you know we can connect. I, you right I like. Right. I like Latoya. I'm right now. <laughs> Listen, write something good for her. I just think the Lord ordained Michelle for this. Yeah, this yes, campaign. definitely. definitely. You know, like. Well, I definitely don't want to see Latoya once on this island. Lord have mercy. I want to see her. I didn't even know that was like probable. That's what I thought no, you were no, getting no, at. Like, no, no, oh, no, and I'm no, hoping. I, I was no, like, no, oh. She, no, I, can't, I don't want to see her once on this island. I want to see her in a play with music, maybe. Whenever Alex leaves, can Jill Scott be the replacement? Ooh. I just, because I hear Mama will provide. And, yeah. And I just. It oh, does a thing to my yeah. spirit that on the inside. That would be it. That would be. And he that had, would be it. Alex actually wrote that on Instagram, like, cause she she keeps coming to see the show. That would oh, be. And it. Alex is like, when I'm done, I'm trying to convince Jill Scott to take the role, and I say, yes, God. That you would better be it. listen. I am all. Jill Scott's living here now because she's filming for whatever TV show's okay. about to come And out. she did stage acting in the day. She, uh, I remember mm. she came to, uh, uh, when I was in college, she came to one of my poetry classes. She was just talking about uh, her, like, history and, like, her career. And um, she was in Rent once upon a time. She was in Rent yeah, once like, upon a time. Yeah, like, she is. Yeah, I remember She's musical rent. theater. Yeah, she you know, can do it. She can do it. She can do it. But, you I know, yes. the reason that. why people like that are, you know, don't do it because they don't get paid enough. Mm. Like, it's it's not profitable. It, it ha- you have to do it for the love of it. Yeah. I mean, when you can do concerts and get paid... Ten times what you would get paid on a week. I mean, week can I get a? Get, you could do a two week deal. I just need to be there again. Listen, you know them tickets will be sold out. Listen, I will be on the sand. See, I was on the sand the first time. I'll be sitting on the sand. Listen, not literally sitting in a seat with your feet in the sand. You would be sitting your ass on the sand, right next to the chicken and the goat, sitting right on the boat. Okay, I was ready. When I saw Tamara Gray, I was like, "Girl, where you been? Where you been, Tamara?" Listen, nobody was really hyped because they, they, really they, they didn't know. They didn't know. They didn't know. Like y'all ain't watch American Idol. I was like, this one it was black for real, right. and then oh you stopped watching God. when they eliminate her because they had no real reason. Hello. Okay. And I even they said it. She wrong. looked at me. I was like, Tamaya. <laughs> I was like, y'all not excited. Y'all excited really about excited. her? Okay. Oh, yeah. Listen, I, I can't wait. So congratulations Come to on, Michelle, Michelle Williams yes. coming back to Broadway. She's done Broadway before. She was in Aida. She did Chicago recently. So Michelle. Bella. Fela, yep. So Michelle rocks it, and she's national tour of Color Purple. Mm-hmm. She knows she, what she's doing. She knows what she's doing. She this is her. This doing. is her wheelhouse, and so I'm, I know that Beyonce's gonna come and see her. That's literally what so I'm saying. Ooh, what day we? What day we gonna be stalking? We stalking the planet every day. Planet. Well, we gotta plan around Beyonce. You know, we, Beyonce yeah, gonna be telling us nothing. When is? Would you? Th- Beyonce ain't gonna tell us till the she day after. She ain't gonna tell us. So I'm just gonna have to be outside the theater camping. Who else Michelle friends with? Maybe Kelly I can Rowland, catch another person. Kelly Rowland is gonna be in Kelly the building. You know, I mean, all the people's about to come and see Once on This Island because Michelle is in it. Oh Lord. I, I, also, shout out to Michelle for managing her depression and being open yes. about her. Yes. Listen, yes. that is real. Mm-hmm. Like, so I, I mean, I posted on Instagram that you know I had an episode last night, mm-hmm. but then I had to remind people today, like y'all do know. Anxiety, anxiety and depression is a disease and mm-hmm. it is a real thing and it happens yeah. and as quickly as it can come it can go mm-hmm. yeah. um, and and Michelle has been such an advocate for that and being open and honest about it has helped me be open and honest and I, I know tons of other people and she's also got a new show uh, I think it's going to be on OWN with her husband Chad yeah, and Michelle yeah Chad loves Michelle yeah so the way they talk about that and her process and I'm still is he white? 
I don't know. I don't know either. I'm not gonna say yes, cause and I don't know. Well, I'm like, I, I, he's he's a cute, you know, little Chad, ball. Cute. He, he giving a little something, something, right? He giving me something. I can't tell, I'm trying but to figure like, out, like, like, but you know how sometimes they be having the white dudes, they cut off all their hair, so you can't tell the, the texture. <laughs> And so you, you know what? What you know? So you can't tell the texture to see like what's going on here. He was already bald, <laughs> but not his whole life. I mean, and I bet you can't find no picture because I've googled. Find yeah, I'm not that Chad invested in this fat in the photo of Chad. Okay, because not his whole life. Right. Well, I mean, I want to know. It's like, is he black or not? But you know, I, I just, I always am like that. Are they black? You uh-huh. know, because you know, I'm fair skinned too. So I want to give people the, the benefit. Like, are you black? I want you to be. You know, I want you to be black. Like, I want everybody to be black. I don't. Uh, you know what? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's some black folks I want to get back. Okay. Condoleezza Rice. Listen, I'm here for that. It's a couple Clarence of black names. Say some names. It's, a, it's look. It's a couple black people on my. Twitter speaking. Oh no no! I want to go back. I want to go back because I meant to read this. Uh-huh, um, okay, it's it's back to uh, to um, Intazaki. Mm-hmm. Um, there was an event a couple of weeks ago. I just pulled it up because Jocelyn yeah. texted me, um, and she knew that we were going to talk about it on the show. Um, and she texted me and said a few short weeks ago, her Brandon Jacob Jenkins yeah, and a salon. couple of people, yeah, um, hosted a Black Playwrights Cook-In at the Park Avenue Armory. Um, she said, we both said that black playwrights never have an opportunity to mix and mingle with each other. And we wanted to have a private opportunity to do that. So we invited over 100 black identifying playwrights. Only about 40 were free and accepted our invitation, one of whom was the uh, incredible Intazaki. I can't begin to describe what it meant to have her there breaking bread with us writers, a woman who so inspired much of our work mm-hmm. and lives to see Susan Lori Parks truly, mm-hmm. truly fangirling over her, to see Intazaki share a fun, loving selfie with Jeremy O'Harris and um, <laughs> Issa Davis. She smiled all day and told us how incredible and important this moment was for her. She Mm. was the epitome of our past, present, and future. Mm -hmm. And even though she was clearly not in her strongest physical form, the fact that she made it a point to come and was Mm -hmm. excited to be amongst us for the day said a lot about her giving spirit when it came to young black artists. Mm -hmm. May she rest among the ancestors peacefully, and may we always remember what a rich part of American theater history she is. Yeah. And and she sent a picture, too, and I'm going to post a picture on Off Book uh, Instagram as well. And I just feel like... We need to dim the lights for her, the Broadway lights, and I don't want to make it seem like that is the the epitome of honoring. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like Booth yeah. Theater, what y'all doing? Right, yeah. some like come on. I my expectations of the public are very high, mm-hmm. um, just because that's where a lot of her work premiered. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm excited, and uh, what's the word, the churchy word? I'm expecting. Yes, expectance, mm-hmm. expecting abundance, a, mm-hmm. an abundance of a yes. tribute from a everyone. For, hello. Yeah. Um, and so I'm sorry to go back there, but I, <laughs> no, that was no. not pulled yeah. my phone open, and that was important. She for is me welcomed too. in the space at every moment. Uh, mm-hmm. Come on, hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Woo, God. Okay, so yes. Um, and I forgot where I was about to go with this because I just my spirit mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. You felt it. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I hate that we can't remember to honor the people while they're here mm. because even though we we appreciate them and we, we see them oh we love her and we we see them but like now it's going to be a, a influx of of people redoing the pieces and you know videos and things and like remember that when she's here give her her flowers while she's here and i think yeah. that we for the most part did the best that we could but it's like i don't know why it always I feel like I feel institutionally, no, but I, I, I don't feel like there's ever been a lull in productions, especially on campuses of For Color Girls. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think in, on an institutional level, folks should be ashamed of themselves. 
mm-hmm. um, in terms of honor and remembrance. Um, but we also don't control <laughs> most of the institutions. Yeah. And so that I think these are the times where it's very clear um, where our power lies and, and where we are still striving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Woo, okay, yeah. speaking of honoring our black playwrights, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Danye mm-hmm. show is... Oh! Yeah. I'm like, what he about to say? Danye show was awarded uh, seven nominations for the Delco Award. Number I'm of completions. Yes. All right, hello. Sugar yes. Wounds is nominated for seven Adelco Awards. What, Lighting what are design, they? set design, hey. sound design, yes. best ensemble, yes. director of a play, hey. best playwright, hey. and best play. Hey! Ow. We did that. Ow. We did What's that. What's the last one again? Best play. Best oh. what? Best play. Hey! Come on, Listen. sugar in our wounds. Oh. But so, y'all, here's mm. the gag. Um, a few weeks ago, I heard through the grapevine that um, there was a nomination, uh, and all I heard was, uh, like, Best Ensemble. So I'm like, oh, okay, we got a we got a nomination. Let's get it. And, like, that literally was all that was said. We got nominated for Best Ensemble. And I was like, those actors did they thing. Let's get it. Come on, one nomination. Let's mm-hmm. do that. And then... A nigga wake up and a seven to seven. I'm like seven. Well, I want to read. I want to read this best playwright category. Um, Nguzi Yamu for the Homecoming Queen. Mm-hmm. Marcus Gardley for the House That Will Not Stand. Jere Brian Holder uh, for Too Heavy for Your Pocket. Mm-hmm. Danye Our Love for Sugar in Our Wounds mm-hmm. and Dominique Mariso for Paradise Blue. Can I tell y'all a little uh, backstory real quick about mm-hmm. me and Jare? This also will be in <laughs> the hot topics <laughs> later on. Um, and so, rewind to about three or four years ago, um, Jare once upon a time sent me like the third draft of Too Heavy for Your Pocket to read over to give him uh, notes and thoughts. I sent him the same time uh, Sugar in Our Wounds, the Aww. third draft, to get his thoughts and notes. And then we fast forward to we both had our uh, off-Broadway premiere with the plays that we sent each other. Aww. And now we're both in the same category nominated for uh, best play with the plays that we sent each other. Which Thanks. which theater was Dre's work? Uh, roundabout. Okay, theater. that's where I thought. Mm-hmm. Shout out to him for surviving um, Roundabout. Oh, listen, I was just about to say, I just got some tea on Roundabout. Somebody that Lord was sitting mercy. in on one of the... <laughs> The um, company meetings and was saying that, you know, the the one, I guess one of the artistic directors or somebody that was in charge of booking the plays and, and lining up their season um, was saying that she really looked for people to work for her that reminded her of herself. And huh? let me finish that she re- looked for people that that reminded her of herself. And so that. In looking at how she thought about things, the person that was underneath her was just a reflection of her. The person that was, you know, a white Jewish woman, I believe, um, was a reflection of her. The person working underneath him was a reflection of her. And so it was just like they were trying to pat themselves on the back about being diverse, but there was only one black person in the room at all. Wow. Um, and that uh, just that they were having difficulty now and they're trying to plug in more black people and, and in, into their season, but they're only putting them in the basement. They're not really putting them on the main stage. Yeah, they're putting them underground. And that space is <laughs> um, crazy, cra- y'all. Is like, it? It, it, and, and it like is. seriously, like every time a writer has a play there and they, like you said, survived it, like I just have to tell them, like, y'all have so much respect for me because that space is so tricky. Like, I don't know how you're able to do productions in that space um, because it's so small and it's just so weirdly configured. Um, 
but it's used time and time again and work comes out of that space but it just is so tricky to have a production actually happen and to be able to have some sort of like magic to it. Um, Roundabouts yeah. only have one director of color in its history and it's Patricia Kenny McGregor. Lee, oh, I was say Kenny Leon mm-hmm. or something? Or <laughs> Patricia one. McGregor. Wow. Mm. Um, and But the T was that the reason why they're looking now to do more works of color is because it's affecting their subscriptions. They don't have any money. Um, the, the people are not subscribing to their theater because the old people are dying out. And so they're like, well, we need, you know, people Daddy of color laughs now. Daddy laughs at that. Why did the white folks are dying, y'all. <laughs> um, and so they're not, they're, they're, it's affecting Lord, their budget. Have mercy. And so they don't have the money to do, so they're like trying to figure out. And so now all of a sudden they want to be diverse and get, you know, more people of color playwrights to do works on their stages because they, they ain't got no money. Um, to get money off of us. Not always. Well, that's the, listen. That's how we go. And I'm about to charge the. Well, they're not getting new before. money. They because they got money. Mm. Right. They're just not, they're not getting, getting new money. New. And that's the whole point of go, being a, mm-hmm. a nonprofit business to keep yeah. getting more yeah. money. Um, if people don't want to subscribe to your shows, you will eventually go out of business. Yeah. Um, wow. And so they're trying to find new ways. But if you, if the person that's choosing them is only picking people that look like her or remind her of herself, then you're going to keep getting the same type of plays and the same things. I mean. I'm, I'm, I'm. To be honest, I'm really sick of a of a living room drama. I'm really tired of a of a you know, um, corner drama like you know a street corner drama, um, Thanksgiving drama, um, that sort of thing. But yeah, so well, yeah, I want to um, just say, um, going back to centering, celebrating blackness, come through. <laughs> Seriously, like I understand, like talking about that and yes. like spilling the tea and like letting everyone know who listens to Off Book, like what's going on in our community fully. But also, let's celebrate this blackness. Yeah, because white don't like exactly. Like let's celebrate uh, these amazing playwrights, yes. these amazing uh, designers, these amazing yes. directors, these amazing plays. Congratulations to every single one. Yes, of yes, you yes. nominees, and we are happy about mm-hmm. it. There are so many different. Uh, Delcos are, if you don't know what the Delcos are, it is the Black Award Show. It's supposed to be the Black Tonys mm-hmm. uh, for the community. And so they they recognize um, only plays that are from nonprofit organizations that have at least like 15 or 16 performances throughout the season from like September 1st through August 31st or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, so you can vote. If you want to be a part of the voting committee, you can go and donate to the Adelco. Um, their website is adelco.org. And you can go on there and vote. For $50, you can be a voting member. Um, so go and donate wow, and support through. them. Yes. And, and you won't get a ticket to the show. <laughs> Let's be clear. Right. That You have to donate a little bit more Come money. On, <laughs> okay. You have to donate a little bit more money to get a, be a, to get a ticket How much more is a little, little I think more like $150 oh. you have to donate in order to, because the tickets okay. are $75 yeah. on okay. their own. Um, and and you know it's it's takes a lot to to put on a war show of that nature yes. and to have the awards in the space and, and the money's going back into our community or people who are supporting our community right mm-hmm. so. exactly mm-hmm. um, yeah so make sure you go in and do that be a part of a, the be a part of the change of the Adelcos <laughs> yes um, but we also have to you know and I know you want to represent blackness and all what that what happened what you about to say well, listen what's but, up we work in a white community a, a community that was not built for us we work mm-hmm. I and mean, we are a, a subsidiary part of black people are a subsidiary part of a white a boys club 
and and theater has always been that it was not built for us um and so this is just another instance of that happening where you were mixed up with jeray lord um, the connection is so strong mercy the connection is so strong that broadway.com posted a tweet that said danya our love danya our love soft is receiving reading with vassar's new york stage and film and then posted a picture of Jeray Holder. <laughs> Y'all, I woke up yesterday <laughs> gagging. So, first of all, I still had crud in my eyes. I'm like, no way. I think this. Wait, that's, that don't look like. And, I don't think that's and me. And now you're going to tweet and say, wait, this ain't me. It's Jeray Breon Holder. Bomb ass and cute ass. Hey, photo, playwright, but I ain't Jeray and Jeray ain't me. So, like, come on, y'all. Come <laughs> called on, y'all. Out. I was like, what in the fucking. So. This was via Twitter. Um, I only have a Twitter because Brandon set me up for Twitter. He was like, nigga, you need a and Twitter. And I've, I've been told you this. The last time <laughs> he was doing the show. Such a country ass. I've been sudden, told his ass. <laughs> I've been told you. <laughs> and so, literally, I have a Twitter because of Brandon. And so, I, I'm not 100% sure like how Twitter works. Of course, like you tweet, you do this, you retweet, that's, blah, blah, that's blah. That's it. You like. <laughs> right, that's <laughs> it. That's it. So, but, so, I say all that to say it's more to what I'm saying, y'all. And so, so when I see the tweet, because um, I know sometimes like when you uh, post a link, it'll be like the most prominent photo within that uh, like link. So I thought Jeray was included in whatever article. Aww. So so like literally like that was my first thought. Like, oh, okay, because I know how it goes. But then when I actually click the link, <laughs> ain't no photo. Jeray is not mentioned nowhere in there whatsoever. <laughs> the only photo was a white man photo. So I'm like, okay, clearly this is a big Wait, what ass was the, what was the white up. man? Who, who? Um, don't give me a lie, but it's, well, it's some like because it, it was it was like why is it ever it, okay uh, three different <laughs> things that they were talking about ah <laughs> 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 that took him down. Yes. That took him down. Because you, because I've watched this happen over mm-hmm. and over and over and over again. Like this happened with Shanice Williams. They put a picture up of the singer Shanice Williams instead of the girl that was supposed to play the, the Wiz. I've seen this happen with Aretha um, Franklin um, <laughs> when they put up a photo of Patti LaBelle <laughs> when she I've, passed away. Which you know. I was like, ooh, Aretha Spirit going to get you. Trifling. And so I <laughs> went um, and I'm like, okay, Jeray is nowhere in this article whatsoever. And so then I, yes, I had to do that call. And then that's one of the beautiful things about social media, about Twitter, is that you can instantly respond and like mm-hmm. let motherfuckers know that y'all definitely like tried it, it yeah. and you failed. Um, and it deleted it, that so quick? Uh, it Not as not quickly. Not, not, not quick, quick enough. enough. <laughs> like it was up there for hours. Oh, and wow. like people were like retweeting, commenting like this is not Jeray, this is like Danye, our love, like take this down, take this down. And eventually um, they took it down. My belief though, quite honestly, uh, not the comments, not people saying y'all motherfuckers fucked up. New York State and film reached out to me they apologized and they said that they're going to talk to Broadway.com's uh, press team mm. and so I think the reason why it was taken down so quickly quote unquote was because New York State and film reached out to them mm. if it wow. was just people commenting if it was mm. me doing the, it, it would have still it probably would have still been up there right now as mm. we're recording this um, but so yeah they took it down the the person who did the um, 
fuck up, reached out to me and apologized, talking about how much she loves Sugar No Wound, she loves Fireflies, you... she doesn't know how she made this mistake, she was in such a rust. Of course, there's always a reason, Re- right. logic, quote unquote, behind but uh, you don't the do that to the white people. of whiteness. Um, right, y'all know every pepper in space. Listen, but ooh, let me tell you, and I don't, I don't know every pepper in space because we were at the opening of Schoolgirls, and I went in on this white lady talking about some, oh, oh my God, I said, uh, I said, I was about to call you Jeray, you're not Jeray. You know what? (laughs) Because we just talked about it, but I was about to say, I was like, Danye, um, do you know who this lady is? This is Rachel Bay Jones. She's Dear Evan Hansen. You know, she she won a Tony for Dear Evan Hansen. Like, she's, like, this is her. This is it. Like, she's the best. Like, blase, blase. Like, I was going to. And she was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm Geneva Carr. <laughs> and, but, but no, here's the thing. He make it seem like it was Her name's that, Geneva? He make it seem like it was that quick and it was that easy. It actually, she had to say it to him about two or three times. Because <laughs> literally, going. after the first time, he still kept introducing her and talking about this is who she is. And she was like, no, oh, no. <laughs> he ain't care. I invited her on the show and everything. Like, Rachel, you can sing. Like... <laughs> Wow. And she turns to me and says, it happens all the time. <laughs> wow. I, could, I just I just knew it was Rachel because we had, we had Crystal and Lloyd. She was the original part of the Dear Heaven Hands. He just company. knew in his spirit. And I was telling Danya, like, she's the bomb. And like, mind you, my spirit <laughs> took me to the dance floor. I bounced. Right, he bounced. And I was like, oh I my gosh, to the dance floor I'm so embarrassed. But I was like, you know what, fuck it. You know, who cares? But that was wow. funny as hell. That was the key because he just knew in his spirit that this Y'all was her. Y'all know I'd be fucking up and names she was and people not and she. shit. And, and listen, I just I, I don't care. You know. I just don't say people's names. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> yes. Can't can't go wrong. Listen. And then I listen for someone else to say their name. I'm like, oh, well, see that's that. Who that is. But see, people come up to me and be like, "Oh my god!" Like start talking to me. Like somebody came up to me at the party and was like. Um, you were supposed to be at Oklahoma, the all-black Oklahoma that was in, yeah. in Denver, I think uh-huh. it was in Denver or somewhere. And I was like, was I? <laughs> like, oh my God, like, I'm so sorry. And it was like, yeah, people were really expecting you to come. They said you were coming and like everybody was expecting you to come. And I'm like, y'all don't do this to me. Like, because I, I get like anxiety about it. I'm uh-huh. like, and I don't even know, I think I know this person because we're Facebook friends. I can remember the face, but I just, I'm horrible with the you names. you Facebook friends with a bunch of people. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? But now that people really be, like if they've interacted Interacted with you, if they put a comment on your post or something, they'd be really feeling like um, they Y'all know you. Like yeah, and so it's it's because I'm so awkward. I don't know how to like end conversations. <laughs> I just start talking more and more. Like I start. <laughs> I have, I have like <laughs> diarrhea of the mouth, and I can't stop talking. Like, and I just be saying shit like, "Oh, well, next time." And I'm like, "You ain't go." This See, I would next. tell you what my tricks are, but Please. then people who are listening will then know that that's what I've been doing. I know a trick. So I'll Look, tell you off book. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please share with me because I'm still learning, especially now that I'm sober. Now I can't blame it on that's you real, know like alcohol. But oh, I was girl, I was high. You know, I smoke blunts. Like I can't Drew say that know no my more. trick. He actually called me out when I was like, "Do I say that?" much my <laughs> trick is come through <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes don't 
even make sense <laughs> in the context of what we talking about. But I'm just come through. <laughs> yes. Oh, and just just real quick, bringing her back into the space um, in this joyous moment. How Drew made me realize that I say it so much is that when Intazaki uh, came to see Sugar <laughs> and we were taking a photo together, and I would just look at her. I said, "Come through." <laughs> and I started busting out laughing. I said, "Really, Danye? This I was what like, tell? what? What's so funny? Come through. Come I'm like, and literally, I was like, I just said that. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, she did. Like, this is what you're gonna do? <laughs> I meant it though. You I meant mean it. it. It came from such a real place. And, and she had the biggest it came smile from such on her a face. Real place that the come through was smile. a real come through. But I posted to it. Uh, speaking of which, what what made me happy was um, the. The clip that I posted on Broadway Black was uh, Intazaki and George C. Wolf sharing mm-hmm, a moment. Mm-hmm. And he was like, are you okay? And she said, yes, I need to go now. I know that's right. Like, I that is like, right. that is my new spirit. Like, <laughs> I need that. Yes, but I need to go now. I know that's right. Ah! That that's a come through. Yes, okay. come through. You said that. <laughs> I said what I said. Listen, that's speaking right. of that, we're going to go on. Because I need to go on to the next thing. Um, <laughs> Cicely Tyson is going to be inducted into the 48th yes. Annual Hall of Fame hey. for Lifetime yes. Achievement. Come on, Cicely. 48th Annual Theater Hall of Fame. Like, I don't forgot that that was still happening. Because when the last time they honored somebody black? Crickets. Okay. Um, yeah, so the American Theater Induction Ceremony will be held November the 12th at the Gershwin Theater. Um, so shout out to Cicely Tyson who's steadily you know getting all the awards while she's still alive and still here we honor her as well uh, we thank you so much y'all for, yes, for yes. recognizing her and she's still working yes. matriarch like killing still working game. and I don't think anybody really knows exactly how old she is 94 she thinks she's been 94 for about a good Five six years now because when I, when she, she did, gets to be ninety four for four five six <laughs> yeah. years though. okay well you know that. who else um, speaking of of uh, people that you really don't know their age even uh, Ruby D Ruby D just had a birthday yesterday and so her family was posting I miss her about so much. I know right her both of those are my sorority about, sisters I'm just what sorority Delta Sigma Theta on. the only way <laughs> well I mean Jerica. We do have an AKA in the building. Oh, no, it, it definitely <laughs> is. Somebody had to be a trailblazer. No, but all the women in my family are, are members of Alpha Kappa. Also, oh, how so did that go love. over? For you I said be... somebody had to be a trailblazer in <laughs> forward movement. <laughs> but how did that go over for your family when you, if you, your legacy of, of Alpha they, Kappa? They Alpha. became, they, they, they were like, that is who you are. That makes okay. sense for you. Uh, okay. They were like Fannie Lou Hamer. Word, we get it. Okay. Shirley Chisholm. Oh, we get it. <laughs> they were Come okay. okay. <laughs> Come on. Okay. Um, I had to be Wells. You know, like, it's just who I am. It <laughs> is what it is. Uh, but Ruby D said that they, her kids were saying that they really didn't know, they don't know how old their mother was mm. because she had a different age on mm. her birth certificate, a different age on her Since ID, his... a different age in the media, a different age at home. So, wow. like, she, it's between three and 12 years difference. Three and 12? Three and 12? That's large. That's difference. a gap. I thought you were going to say three and five. No, you know? no, that's a gap. It's, it's about a good 12 years. Three uh, and 12, though. <laughs> From what I remember reading, yes. That's it was it was crazy. very large, a very large gap in between all of the I'm different... I'm going to just go with the three. Okay. <laughs> like... it was, they were saying they just really didn't know, but I thought that was very interesting. I'm, I might start doing that this year. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, y'all ain't never going to be 30 forever. Shit. Now, when I have my 30th birthday next year, y'all don't be saying nothing. Don't be saying... Wait, didn't it just happen? <laughs> all right, don't be saying what? nothing. Shit. This the victory lap. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> victory lap. <laughs> 
Oh, my God. Um, Also, the Drummer Bookstore, if you've Mm. known it to be in one place, it is now moving. Um, It's 100 years old. The Drummer Bookshop is... is, just a staple in the theater community. We go by mm-hmm. and we read books. We read plays there. There's a space downstairs that was there. Um, we've been, even been invited to do a live show there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's 100 years old and rent is $20,000 and it's set to increase by 50%. What so, in the when world? When you say rent, the monthly the rent, thing, the that's monthly rent, mm-hmm. the, the, the 20000 20, is $20,000 wow. and it's set to increase by 50000 mm, by oh, 50, 50, Not 50000 50%, 50, you're right. I'm, oh I'm my gosh. Uh, by 50%. So, um, That's yeah, so they're moving. <laughs> Ain't that crazy? So thirty thousand dollars in rent for a space, and in it's the world. It's in Midtown, so it's like I mean, I get it, but then I don't get it Come because the space, now. like, it needs to be renovated, like. like it ain't worth $30,000, and I'm trying to figure out what they're going to put their, in there. But that's Chipotle. their whole point. No, they're going to gut it, renovate it, and then sell it for three times as much. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. Damn. I'm so tired of this New York. Just New York. But it's not New just York. New York. And that's yeah. the thing. It's everywhere. It's New Orleans. It's Chicago. It's everywhere. But who can afford? Like, yeah, that's the thing. The white people. Yeah. Yes, the white people can. You know what? I was just, because we were talking to Chrislyn about her photo shoot last mm-hmm. week and the space that that's in. Um People own, people our age own these buildings. White people our age own buildings and own spaces in New York that are millions of dollars, and they're creating businesses that mm-hmm. grant them millions of dollars. They like, can thank my ancestors on whose backs the in labor hello? they mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. these trust funds and economic security. I, I, I am appalled. Um, I'm just, I'm just tired. You know what? I'm appalled and I'm tired by it, and, and the fact that. Um, you know, white people want to shout so so largely about women's rights and gay rights, um, but are very silent when it comes to black people and, and and the fight that we just to be heard or seen and, and be um, present mm-hmm. and alive and just living like we can't even live without the police being called on us like, oh, OK, OK, um, moving on. Go see the drama bookshop, y'all. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that piece. <laughs> um, she was here last week. Crystal and Lloyd has been cast in the world premiere of Blue Ridge. Will be yes. happening. Congrats. Congratulations. Atlantic Theater Company, December 12th, uh, ahead of a January 7th opening night. Um, so go check that out. We love Crystal and Lloyd. Mm-hmm. Um, ben Vereen. Okay, so uh, Ben Vereen is coming back. Like He went under the, the radar for a while after mm-hmm. the whole scandal of the sexual assault. Do y'all remember that? I don't, actually. Woo! Y'all don't remember Ben Vereen being accused of sexual assault? I mean, there have been so many. <laughs> yeah. I just... Yeah. I, well... Th- I just say everybody is a you... Uh, yes. This yes. was like recently? You, you too. <laughs> like, this was, yeah, this was recently? Know, just... This was, um yeah, like this was last year. Wow. Um, but he I went under remember. the radar for a while during it, but it was like a whole thing where he directed a, a company of hair, and I guess like he brought in some old tactics, directing tactics that... um let me what just, does that let me mean? Just, like I'm what trying to, I'm trying mean? to. Yeah, I'm like because what Ben Vereen has been, has been a a good mm-hmm. friend of mine for a long time, um, and since these allegations came out, I haven't really been able to, to connect with him or speak with him, and I've been very weary about it too, just because, you know, it's it's just a, a tread a, a line, it's a thin line um, mm-hmm. to to tread that and and try to figure out what's happening. But um, he issued an apology, but he's you know. I, the apology came before all of the things came out. Oh, really? You know what I mean? So I don't even think he really realized what he was apologizing for. Um, and and 
Okay, so Ben Vereen held auditions for Hair at a community theater in, two, in Florida in 2015. The Tony winner said he wanted to break new ground with the rock musical, but in a sickening twist, this is Daily News that is reporting this, not me, uh, several young actri- actresses um, cast in the show claimed the Broadway legend's sexually abusive behavior nearly broke them. The women part of the Venice Theater production of Tampa say Vereen forced unwanted kisses, hugged them aggressively, stripped naked during an acting exercise, and made degrading comments about their weight, sex appeal, and personal lives. Two of the actresses told the Daily News that Vereen lured them to his Florida rental home on separate occasions in September 2015 under the guise of private rehearsals. Then he pressed his erect penis into their legs without warning. I'm gonna just stop there. That's, uh-huh. I think that's enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. So wow. that's what happened. But he's now resurfacing, and so I just, I, I think people have forgotten or just didn't know or didn't. Because I had no clue. Well, and, and you say he sent, he drafted an apology. Had an apology come out before this even before came out? all of the facts came out. So I, I, I believe he was trying to do PR damage before because the allegations came out, but the details had not. Mm-hmm. Um, so I believe he drafted apologies and tried to do the PR you know take care of it before and then he just went underground for a while and then he started resurfacing at different productions and mm-hmm. plays like going backstage and like sort of being the old Ben Vereen again so it's it's I, I don't know how like how yes. to feel about that but now he's doing a show um, and I'm conflicted on on how to move forward with it because he's doing a Thanksgiving concert at the cutting room floor stepping out with Ben Vereen he's been doing the show for you know years it's his mm-hmm. it's his state I have seen that being like cycled yeah. and talked about um and so, but it's like, we just forgot all about that. And so, like... And that's the thing that's so, like, frustrating is people... And I hate to, like, bring it up, but I can't... I, I just wouldn't be me if I didn't... Didn't talk about it and yeah. bring it into the hot topic space. But it just, it's just... It's, it's so frustrating that people, quote-unquote, go under the radar and disappear for a while when things happen. And then it's like, okay, people forgot about it. Enough time went by. And then pop. They're, like, back onto the scene like nothing ever happened um i would be really curious as to um what's addressed and what's handled now and this was just at the top of the year this was in january of 2018 Mm -hmm. this year really this was Mm -hmm. just in january so i mean it happened in 2015 but it didn't come to light until january Mm -hmm. of this year so then my question would be one of many the first would be what forms of justice did the survivors receive Mm -hmm. um everybody's not interested in legal retribution. And so um, if we are to have a survivor-centered, healing-centered response, right, it's to consult the survivors. Um, I also am interested in this idea that, you know, I believe in caring about and tending to survivors first. Mm -hmm. I'm also interested in developing um, ways that we could really rehabilitate perpetrators who are sick because it is a sickness. There, yeah. There is something gravely wrong. wrong. And we know that we are in a society that, you know, raises perpetrators to become perpetrators. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am also interested in like, okay, what type of rehabilitation, if any, did you undergo? Like, do you have any sense of what sexual assault, rape, 
all of these things toxic masculinity is now. Um, you know, that name Parker is going to pop up soon, too. So we should, within our own community, be thinking about how we're going to deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I am I am really thinking about the survivors and, and what that must be like for them um, if they are still very much unsettled. And this mm-hmm. has been a short time span, so I imagine that they are, um, that he just gets to continue on like nothing ever happened because trauma doesn't just go away so the the privilege of being able to disappear and just come back yeah yeah (laughs) well um yeah that's deep and i I totally agree with you um because that is definitely a privilege um but he's doing a show on november 22nd and 23rd at, at the cutting room for thanksgiving we'll see if the show goes on I won't be there, but you know, <laughs> I just meant you know. We'll see. We'll see if what activists like and what and if it still moves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we'll women have been known to shut shit down. Amen. Yeah. Um, speaking of powerful women, Lilius White is also doing a show. She'll be performing songs of of twin brothers singing songwriting team Will and Anthony uh, Noonzada. I think that I've heard of them mm. before. On November 17th for a concert evening celebrating the release of their new album, Love Always. Um, that's a green 42. Oh, this is another thing. Um, so there was, I was doing some research on like black review writers and like uh, just <laughs> <laughs> like. What's about to happen, y'all? So, okay, so I'm, I'm very interested in, in cultivating a space for black people to. Um, be review writers, but we because don't have need it. Yeah, because it's, it's necessary. Needed. And so I've been um, researching on uh, the ones that we do have and then trying to figure out a master class or a teaching class to be able to cultivate new mm-hmm. uh, review writers. And, and I was just looking at something came up into my peripheral and it was about um, uh, a production of Sweeney Todd. And so it was just oh. like this, this reporter, Tim Smith, um, did a, re- a review of a production of Sweeney Todd in September. Um, and he referred to um, the leads in the show. There was two black leads. So, you know, Sweeney Todd is usually white people, but these two black leads. And shout out to uh, Jade Jones and uh, V. Savoy uh, Mc... McKillowan, I think mm. that's his last name. Uh, but V. Savoy and Jade Jones. Yes. Um, so they did. They were Mrs. Lovitz and Sweeney Todd, the stars. But his review of them was just like really weird um he he called jay jones <laughs> referred to her as like sassy and like um she makes a delicious he called her saucy makes a deliciously saucy mrs lovett the pie maker who recognizes the marketable potential in all those dead bodies uh jones sings with terrific terrific fire occasionally as in by the sea so she lets it rip with gospel and soul inflections that prove quite tasty <laughs> The most. Why is she the saucy? The absolute most. Why is she saucy? Why is she tasty? We already know why. We already <laughs> know why. Terrific fire. Like, these descriptions, it just really... And then she, then he also said about the lead, um, the big-voiced Visavoy <laughs> seems at times to think he's starring in Phantom of the Opera, shouting and carrying on <laughs> with... His, with <clears throat> ferocity, is what he said. So, carrying on with ferocity, like... That is the character. I, I just I just feel like 
if there was a white man doing these same things, these would not be the descriptive title. So um, you don't need to feel like it. That would be the case. Right, yeah. <laughs> and so I'm saying all this to say that if you are interested in being a black review writer, if you're interested in, in doing this, uh, please email me. Please email offbook at broadwayblack.com because I'm developing a course for black people to do and not just because you want to see shows for free and not just because you want to be <laughs> get that part out there no i have to i really get have that to part out there just because you want to be around celebrities or meet you know people in 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 the shows you yeah. i need you to be a writer i need you to have something to say i need you to to be very in tune with a, a thesaurus or a dictionary um, in tune yeah but also though right like this is my I think if I had a critique of our community and the call for reviewers of color, it's that I don't just want a reviewer of color. I want a reviewer who is not coming from a white heteronormative gaze. Mm -hmm. Because you can be black mm -hmm. and still write a crappy ass white gaze, ga white gaze review that's heteronormative. Mm -hmm. Like I need, I need to, fit in. Mm -hmm. that, but also because that's what you know mm -hmm. and that hasn't been checked in yourself. Right. So it's like for me, do you know the black arts movement? Hello? Do you know other black arts movements besides the black arts movement? Right. Like do you understand black art from a non- white western Hello? heteronormative gays because if you don't then like shit all we doing, doing is having them in black skin and Hello? I'm disinterested in that you know right? we don't want the the world anymore. You don't want the oh shit. Is that a bleep? That's a bleep. That is a bleep. Yeah, I'm sorry. We that, we we almost went. We almost the went. episode I, without a bleep. That I mean, I sort of don't want to bleep it because you know I really don't give a fuck. We know. Um, but you know we'll bleep it. Bleep it for the sake of of everyone else. So yeah, come without trying to repeat that gaze. We'll need that. Hello, please and thank you. Um, so, and yeah, that a hundred percent. And then also with that. Uh, individuals who will be honest in their critique, yeah, right? Yeah. Who aren't afraid to, in a very affirming way, to really right. critique the yeah. work, right? Getting rid of the gaze, getting rid of like all of this like shit that you've been conditioned yeah, to think, yeah. and being truthful in what your critique is to affirm the work, right? right? Which is about really the effectiveness of the work. It's not about whether or not you liked it. Yeah. Like I read oh, a lot yeah. of like, this is why I didn't like the play, and well, I'm it's like, not about that. I don't give a fuck about right. your, whether or not you liked it. Did the best. Is it effective? Delivered, like, right. do you understand the structure, form, and content of the right. piece? Yep. And did the decisions, the choices that were made creatively, support that? And if if they could be better supported, what might that look exactly. like? <laughs> exactly. But yeah. So that's that. Yeah. So we're gonna move on to the listener letters. Come on now. We got some letters in the building. Okay, y'all. Mm. Um, we only gonna do one. We might do two. Well, we got we got time for one because we we just this episode this show has turned into two hours. Literally again, Brandon was listening to last week's episode. <laughs> I think today or yesterday, he was like, "Wow, how the fuck y'all get so long?" Because <laughs> we be talking. We be talking I can see Brandon be like, oh, "I'm gonna have to finish this letter." <laughs> <laughs> and Diane now got me feeling bad because. <laughs> I be going off on the people and I'm, I'm always like, you know, fuck this and fuck that. Yeah. And yeah, fuck this and fuck that. That's the name of the episode. Fuck this and fuck that. Come on. And then Daniel just checked me, told myself, well, let's honor the black people that are doing great things. For real. Because I was let's like, talk about is, the good. This is going somewhere that I don't want it to go. Let's celebrate us. Let's celebrate us. And I'm all about celebrating Come us. Come on. But I fuck also like to call that. out the bullshit because I'm tired. I'm tired. Um, but this is great. I love when y'all write in and we um, let me make sure I can say this person's name. <laughs> 
Oh, okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know they be disguising their names because they're gonna say some. What's up, my beautiful niggas? And say, and they're gonna say some. Uh, let's say my name is Treshawn. Treshawn. Yes, Treshawn. That no, is totally no. not. Keep it colored, no. <laughs> but the thing that got me is let's say like let's just imagine my name is right. That's what Treshawn. Let's just imagine my name is Treshawn. Obviously, What's it's up? not in parentheses. Obviously, it's not. Um, but they said I'm 26 and from Chicago and been acting hey. and directing here for about five years. I just found y'all when you relaunched and went back to binge all the episodes. I knew about the three of y'all individually and was geeked when I learned you did this together. So this might be a kind of a complex question, but I'm going to try to be brief. Oh, Amber's not here, so I don't know if this question is directed to Amber too, but, you know, it'll be fine. Um, so this might be kind of a complex question. I'm going to try to be brief. You're not brief, though. I, I'm looking at the... <laughs> you know it never is brief. Like, <laughs> Treshawn, you're not brief, though. I go so and he's realizing that <laughs> brevity is not a thing. Um, from listening so much, you've helped me come to a huge realization about... But now I feel like I'm lost in the dark with no flashlight. So the thing is, I don't think I want this life badly enough to put up with all the disrespect. Hello? And dehumanizing and just demoralizing shit we as queers and people of color have to put up with. Now, I'm not naive. I know good and well that this shit that we have to deal with in every industry and, and facet of life, but from my own personal experience, listening to y'all and other people I admire, I don't know if I can do that on top of giving everything of myself for the art. Not to talk a big talk or nothing, but I know my worth. Uh, my folks are from the Caribbean um, and impressed on me from that I had, I had what it takes to make it in this white ass world. Um, they did their jobs a little too well because I had to tell them to kiss my whole ass for nearly a decade till they could respect the fact that I'm gay. Mm -hmm. um, I've left jobs and ended relationships because I was disrespected, not over any little thing. I'm not unreasonable, but that, would, but that wouldn't be an option when I, my literal dream is on the line. That wouldn't be an option when my literal dream is on the line. The stakes are just too high. But I'm already majorly depressed and anxious and mm. have to prioritize my own mental health. And we all know that those micro and macro aggressions can do what they can do to us. Uh, is this actually a naivete in a way? I know we all got pain, so I should just suck it up. Come on, I know we all got pain, Effie. Because <laughs> um, <maybe laughs> that's really what it was, like it's quoted. Um, maybe y'all will say it's actually not that bad, but for real, how do you bear your soul and have some man, okay, great, <sighs> but do it blacker without laughing in his face and showing him your ass as you leave? You see where I'm coming from? Much appreciated and thank y'all for your work. Okay, Treshawn, um, I know that maybe I am very vocal about this and maybe I've been too vocal about it to to get out my frustrations with the industry in the way that it is. Um, but if this is what you love to do, I really couldn't imagine doing anything else. Mm. Um, I, I suffer through. Um, but the reason why I have this show is so that I can get on this show and talk the shit that I want to talk every week. Mm -hmm. That's the that's literally the point of this, to be able to inspire you all, but then also heal myself this is mental healing for me when I told y'all when I saw Danye and Amber again for the first time it was like man I miss y'all mm -hmm. I need I need this space and um, I need to be able to feel free mm -hmm. um, and connect with other artists like Erica and, and the people that have come on this show to be able to feel um, some sort of normalcy in, in this art form because um, like I said it wasn't built for us but what do y'all think I'm not going to keep yeah. um, so you have to show up for yourself you have to absolutely show up for yourself. You have to stand up for yourself. 
Um, so, and I got traces of that in uh, what you wrote to us is like having those moments when you don't care who it is, but you will let somebody know that this is not how I will be treated mm -hmm. and I will not accept anything other than this. Um, so I think like that's a huge component of it. And then also what, this is me, what I've been starting to realize, um, and I hold firm on this, um, which is not allowing theater, not allowing writing, uh, to get bigger than me and understanding mm -hmm. that there are so many other things mm -hmm. in my life that are equally, if not more beautiful, mm -hmm. right? Like yes. coming home after a longest day of rehearsal and a super long uh, tech and seeing my husband, yeah. like that's greater than any accolade. Thank goodness for mm -hmm. the seven uh, nominations I got, but seeing Brandon is much greater than those seven nominations. Mm -hmm. Getting a text from my mom saying, hey, I, I'm looking forward to coming up and spending Christmas with you and Brandon again is much greater than the accolades. So understanding that, yes, theater, writing plays, doing what I do is absolutely beautiful, but then there are other things mm -hmm. that um, accent that, that are far greater to me than that understanding that. Um, and again, like I said, being able to really stand up and being able to show up for yourself mm -hmm. is so important and not giving a fuck what space you're in. Um, there was an incident with uh, Fireflies when um, the uh, powers that be in the theater, one of the overarching notes that they gave in the beginning, they kept pushing this note, is that they were saying um, that they wanted um, for Olivia's character to be stronger. All of these things are happening to her and it would be so interesting um, and believable if she was stronger and we as the audience affecting uh, are being affected and feeling everything that she's going through and we fall apart while she's so strong throughout it. And exactly my reaction and what I said was absolutely not. She will be a full human, human being, being who will be able to feel exactly what she needs to feel in the given moments because what I will not perpetuate is it's the idea of a woman. strong black woman, right? And again, I know everyone is Thank not you. me and some people will be like, okay, I'm gonna take that note and I'm gonna run with it. Absolutely not. Being able to stand up for yourself, being able to stand up, we, for me, the thread in this conversation, this community, and understanding that you're not the only one in that room. Right. And, and that takes time to like get to that space to know that. Um, but just being able to just mm -hmm. navigate through it. But so th those are the things that like I've learned and what I'm getting from uh, this letter and what I just felt compelled to share. Yeah. I think that as a uh, the Treshawn said mm -hmm. they're from the Caribbean or have Caribbean. Yeah, from the Caribbean. Right. Um, so as, as black folk, as folk of color, we have a legacy of of resistance and we have a legacy of uh, perseverance. Mm -hmm. And um, my mentor, Dries Goodwin, said something on Facebook a few weeks ago that I um, built on. And he said, like, every every black artist has to look the ghost of Emmett Till in the eye. Ooh. And it was in reference to Kanye West and letting the decisions you make as an artist um, be led by your integrity and your ability to face mm. your ancestors. I think for me as a black African-American woman writer, um, I have to look into Zaki's spirit in the eye. I have to look at Mary Turner. I have to look mm. at Ida B. Wells and women who were outspoken despite it costing their lives and everything. Yeah. And, everything. Um, and so as you're walking into audition rooms, as you're thinking about taking roles, 
do they embarrass <laughs> the people to whom you have to answer? Mm. Um, that's that's something that I like. Ha- I have to live by. So as I'm being offered things, is it beneath their spirits? Yeah. Does it honor them? Does it honor me? Does it honor my mother? Yeah. Um, am I, you know, accepting less than what I am worth? Am I taking opportunity over integrity? Am I, you know, creating work that is reflective of my people and myself and my experience as a black woman in America? Am I proud of this? And can I literally look at the women that I just named, look at their spirit and be okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do I cower? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Do I stutter? Do I try to go into explaining because I know that shit wasn't right, right? Mm. Like that for me keeps keeps me going and holds me accountable in a very different way than I think um, just answering to myself and answering to my friends does because it's bigger than me. Yeah. Um, it's not even about me. Like I'm in it. Um, but it's 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 beyond me. And I think that's the blessing of the gift. That's the blessing of the work. Mm-hmm. I also remember that all this shit is make believe yeah. like we do make believe as a living mm-hmm. and as an art form. And it's beautiful. And I'm not minimizing it by saying that. But we're creating worlds that don't exist. We're reflecting real worlds in a make believe magic space. Mm-hmm. And so none of that can ever be bigger than the reality that we're grounding the work in and the reality that we're trying to create, right? As we, you know, um, destroy and revision or, you know, tear down and rebuild. And so that also keeps me in check. Like whether or not I get the fellowship, whether or not I get the war, whether or not I get the production, it, it can't be about the accolade. It has to be about the spirit of the work. And for me, coming like Danye, actually, to this craft through poetry, it's always been about the literary aspect. Mm-hmm. Like, Intazaki is gone, yeah. but we got books on books on books, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, you know, doing the work as she was in bars and in dance studios and like where nobody ever thought. And then she's on Broadway at 28, you know, 27, 28 and asked why. Literally, this is a woman who was like, why I already got a theater. Like I'm already like doing what it is that I want to do. This is extra. And so really thinking about the gift as primary, the ancestors as primary and everything else as an extra blessing or as we would say in New Orleans as lanyard, just a little extra piece on top, I think also just keeps things into keeps things into perspective yeah um, so you just made me feel a whole lot better come on because i i i'm gonna look the spirits in the eyes and be quite all right because <laughs> <laughs> hey. i'm just i'm just i'm just here i'm here and i'm present and i'm here to do the work and i'm here to speak the truth and i'm yeah. glad um that i have people like y'all to do it with me come likewise dominique says yeah. all you need to do is survive mm-hmm. yeah that that like that is a thing if you can survive if you mm-hmm. can stay the course Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that is the task. That That's what task. we do. Well, y'all, I want y'all to survive. So make sure you're out there surviving. I hope this episode helps y'all to survive. Yes. Um, and thank you so much, Erica, for joining. Thank us. you yes. for having me to come through. Yes. You, you contributed so much today, and I know that people are going to really learn. So make sure you check hope her out. So. Oh mm-hmm. no, we know so. We for know real. so because you dropped some some major gems and some things that people need to hear. And that's that's why I love that we have rotating chairs. Yeah, let's get it. Um, that people come in and just speak the truth and 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 um 
your spirit is left all be over the studio. Yeah, yeah. Be their full self. Yeah, be full self. Yeah. So thank you all so much. We thank you all for tuning in. This has been a new, another episode of Off Book presented to you by Broadway Black. We've hit our marks and we hit it right now. I'm Drew Shea. I'm Danya Love. I'm Erica Dickerson Dispenza. Hey. I love that. I love that. They are so foolish. Let's get Say it. it one more time. Say it one more time. <laughs> Erica Dickerson Dispenza. Yes. All right, now. All right, y'all. All right, thank you all so much for listening. Y'all be easy. Deuces. Bye. Bye. <laughs> okay. Let's get it. <laughs> Look, you too geek. I'm <laughs> Because you here. Y'all didn't know that I'm a fool, so here. I don't know why. Oh, I'm, I'm ready. Listen, you, if you listen to the show, you know I'm a fool too. So I'm ready. I, know, I am about to get re- ready. Okay, I'm going to say this for after. <laughs> after what? There's no. <laughs> listen, y'all going to stop coming for me because I got some chicken and some. You got a fridge. Some... You need to refrigerate those. It'll be okay. Oh, it's really about the peanut butter anyway. Yeah, right. It's right. It'll be okay. <laughs> the apples ain't that good, no way. Um, okay. Whoop, whoop. Oh, we've been going for three minutes. You know we do this. <laughs> yes. I told him. I said, ain't no numbers up there. So now the numbers is up there so we can go ahead and go ahead and go on. What? <laughs> what did you just say? We can go ahead and go ahead and go on. Shit. You know what the fuck I'm saying? I do, Shit. nigga. Shit. Okay. Look, don't act like we ain't, we don't do this. We do this. We we okay, gone. we gone. All right. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.